Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In the middle of the conversation, oh, I don't no, want you to touch you. I don't no, want you to touch you. I just no, said, no, we're in the middle of a conversation. Go away. I just have one thing to say. Oh. Season, I'll go away. I, I no, kidding. Kidding. no kidding. What do you want? I am an empathetic person. No, you're not. See, you're absolutely Stop. not. You were hurt. You've displayed zero empathy. You were hurt by the fact that Schwartz made out with somebody. No, I'm. It was just a, the fact that it was me hurts even more, and I'm sorry for hurting you. Okay. It was not my intention to go. It was not malicious. The forbidden fruit. It would have never probably happened if it wasn't for people saying. She already hates me. Like I've done it, so might as well. Yes, it was. No, it was not. It was. It was not. Because you guys don't like each other, so you knew. Well, we're you... buddies. And I... <laughs> we had to <laughs> experiment because it was a flirty thing, but yeah, like it's not anything. Hilarious. And I see okay, that continue. now. Okay, go away now. Like I gave you a shot. You blew it. I don't give a f- anymore. Take you and your six personalities. episode of everyone's business mine with me Kara Berry we are down to the wire now with our penultimate episode what should have been the finale has now been made the the second to last episode of Vanderpump Rules because well you know what happened so join with me today is the host of Hollywood Crime Scene Oh my god desi jedekin hello hi i'm so excited <laughs> i'm so happy to have you here we have not talked about reality tv just us two so i'm excited yeah me too absolutely i uh, thank you oh. for letting me come on after begging you <laughs> 
get out of here. You're wild. Um, no, I'm so, so excited. We have so much to talk about. They just released a trailer for the reunion and the episode was a super long episode. So let's get into it. Ugh. We start off pretty light with Lisa introducing uh, Diamond, her, her miniature pony to the new one, Velvet. So that was nice. We got that out of the way. We get a little Ken cameo. He always likes to pop in. <laughs> shuffling back to shuffling again back to wordless either, shuffling around but at beverly hills he's either <laughs> dropping like major bombshell information or just like shuffling in and doing absolutely nothing There's um no in between <laughs> did you notice too that the song was very love is blind in the fact that yes. it's sort of indicating <laughs> what's about to happen <laughs> i love these songs they usually hit us with a real banger at least once an episode and i appreciate them for that Yes, this one had the line, all things aren't what they seem. <laughs> yeah, and, and they were right about that. They were right. Um, I do have to say that I did something for the first time this week, which is listen to Lala's podcast. And she uh, gave some pertinent information that I'm going to be peppering in throughout the episode. But the first part was about Ken. And she was like, listen, I know like how it looks, but she says that she's been in situations where Ken is just like, stumbled in dropped a major bomb and then been like acted like nothing happened and she's been like what the hell is going on sir so she says that that part of it isn't that um out of sorts however she did kind of say lvp also is not somebody who likes to get her hands dirty so she would be like that that uh you know she told ken she gave ken a little a five dollar bill and was like don't spend it all in one place you know (laughs) um i mean i have to confess i've also been listening to lala's podcast in fact i listen to sheena's podcast. <laughs> i listen to them all now and it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> but you need it it's like watching untucked like you're only getting half the story if you're just watching the show i know i mean i my lowest point was like i think a few days ago when i was like oh peter's on sheena's podcast <laughs> And I will say, let me just like briefly address Peter, because listen, Peter's very harmless, but I feel like with the whole scandal, he's maybe um, feeling like he's more of a cog in the machine than he is, I think. Here's the thing about Peter. I've always been disgusted by Peter, despite (laughs) not having done anything. And then I found out that he's actually only 38 what yes <laughs> for some reason i thought he was like 20 years older than everyone and it creeped me out more and then i was like oh he's like younger than most of the guys Isn't i i thought for sure he was at least 42 yeah I, it kind of just changed my perspective 38 Desi. i know because <laughs> I, I had to i was like how old is this guy because it's he's always just creeped me out and i was like oh he's like actually younger than all the guys except for james like yeah wow yeah you just really hit me with a one-two punch (laughs) i mean i would like to say like i know everything about vanderpump rules but on the other hand it's like was i ever going to i i never consider peter in the equation so it never occurred to me to even look up how old he might be and i wish i had done that sooner that really changes a lot for me 
Well, I think that's what's great about the Vanderpump community. We all come in with our little pieces of information <laughs> none of, that we're all too busy to look up ourselves. Like we're we're on other stupid things. Like no, truly. Like at this point, it's like one of those like crazy mirror displays where it's just like oh, every every time I turn around, something else. It's so much. It really is. <laughs> oh my gosh! So back to the show. Um, we have Chef Penny coming over to the something about her space. They're gonna have a little party to get the buzz out. Then they're gonna head to serve for like a bigger party, a finale party. What we think? Um, the space is really cute. They're looking around. Um, Katie's asking if everything went okay with Lala the night before, um, which leads me to the other thing that Lala said during that conversation with, you know, about Tom and like how he was taking a shit and didn't right. give a basin. Um, <laughs> That's that... information from that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> the stunned silence afterwards where he was just like, well, I got nothing else to say. <laughs> the editors are having a blast. I <laughs> <laughs> so much fun so much fun um so lala said that they actually like ariana had actually gotten really upset and they had to like kind of shut down production for a second she had to talk to producers because she was like i you guys are always trying to like air dirty laundry out with me and tom and like i'm not trying to do that on camera so this was like something that she had to be talked into which explains her mood a lot more to me yeah, I mean, I feel for Ariana because she I can tell she's definitely in that space where she knows something's wrong, but she's like still in the defense mode with Tom and their relationship. Uh, yeah, because I think I, she I, like loves him and there's nothing concrete. And so she's like, I don't want to rock the boat if I, you know. She right, because if she, if, she, if she pulls the one snag, it's all going to like unravel basically. So she mm -hmm. has to keep it together, I think. Mm -hmm. Um is sad because there's nothing she could have done really to keep it together as we all know now <laughs> certainly not at this point yeah yeah oh he's such a pig man um so ariana says that the situation with the labor day really isn't that big of a deal to her but maybe like lala felt some type of way because it triggered her with like the pig man that she used to date and so Katie says that she was also triggered getting flashbacks of like wanting Tom to show up for her emotionally and him just choosing literally anybody else except for her because, <laughs> because he hates her. So Ariana says, listen, I totally understand. I'm actually not going to be mad at Lala or anybody else for asking questions or being concerned in the moment. And then Ariana says in a confessional, Whatever Tom did at the barbecue is not what's important to me right now. I'm just annoyed that it puts me in a position where now people are going to totally undermine our relationship and be like whispering. And that's what bothers me. Ugh, and it just makes me sick for her. Yeah. No, it's really hard to hear these confessionals from her, honestly, at this point. Yeah. Uh, she's just so in the dark about it all. And we all know and it doesn't feel right in a way. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And I just keep wondering, like, again, if this had never come out, what would I be thinking watching these episodes? I, ugh, <laughs> I feel like I'd still be a little bit sick about this. I, I agree. Cause it's clear something is happening. I mean, we'll probably get into it more, but I'm, I'm already mad about Rachel and Tom Schwartz. Like I find that to be disgusting in and of mm -hmm. itself. How she's handling that. So that's enough for me. Uh, but knowing the stuff with Sandoval obviously makes it a hundred times worse so much worse oh, so let's go over to um polka dots and moonbeams have you ever been there 
No, I was like, where the hell is the shop? <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I guess looked it up. Okay. I Googled it. Apparently she's been in business for like almost 40 years or something. So this is oh, an institution. Man. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's also a um, John Coltrane song, which yes more interesting. <laughs> i do know the i do know the old song for sure but yeah seeing raquel getting retail therapy <laughs> there's just something about her screaming retail therapy that is just disgusting to me yeah like that's not the therapy you need young lady but no, no. <laughs> it's certainly not helping anything and in fact we find out it's only making her her life a little bit worse uh, in hindsight but she's shopping with charlie Charlie's like, oh, how was it at TomTom the night before? And Raquel's like, it was fun. Actually, it wasn't. That's just my immediate response to everything. (laughs) I like Like, how she's just like saying her like personality disorder stuff out loud. Like, (laughs) yeah, I'm actually a robot. (laughs) That's that's what I'm programmed to say. Weird, instantaneous, like calling yourself out like crazy. Like, why did she say it's fun? It's so wild to me. It's just, I don't know. Well, you know, she's a pageant girl. We saw her crying about that last week. So that's true. And it really Uh, does explain a lot, actually. Do you know what her um, pageant talent is? Oh, fuck. Um, Baton? I have no idea. (laughs) Desi, it's even worse. She (laughs) pretends to be on a boogie board. And in one of the videos, she fell off of it. She just I mean, managed being on a boogie board. That is funny. <laughs> Shut up <laughs> she's going for comedy. So that's so sad. Uh, wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's like exactly. you talent and you're like, I'll just do this. Hello. Yeah, not even baton. <laughs> and she wonders why she never won Miss California. I mean, hello. I think that was like her finale, like her final pageant. I think that was a talent. So, uh, wow. Wow, girl. That's giving like littleness two-year-old, you know? That's like, sad. oh, isn't she cute up on a boogie board? Very sad. Not 25. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so she says, um, uh, oh, okay. So like they're talking about, you know, Katie and how when she walked in, Katie and Terry were just like, lie to her like blanking her and she's like i can see where katie gets it from and then she says she has that conversation with james about him saying that he regrets rochella a, a phrase that like i feel like we're normalizing too much i don't want to have to say it any longer after the season that's not a thing i hate it it's not I a thing it. also she, she terry was nice to her uh, hello Terry didn't just say hi she's like hi Raquel like good to see you or something like that it wasn't just like Katie definitely just said hi right uh, but why is she going off on Terry like we'll say this a million times this episode. Oh, I, hello like truly the <laughs> sentence of the season like why are you going off on Terry um so she's like you know I just feel like James is way more into Allie than the other way around and Charlie's like oh 100 percent Charlie says in a confessional, James sees Allie as his future wife, but Allie sees James as her current boyfriend, which I think is true. Like, yes, yeah, I I know what I'm looking at with Allie. Okay, and I appreciate it. But let's be real here. (laughs) And and James, a lot of his feelings, I think, are to put Raquel down. Like, oh, for sure, over the top love of Allie is definitely to dig at Rachel Raquel, uh, for sure. 
it's so performative and it's like you guys will have a they'll have a conversation that has nothing to do with anything and it'll always devolve in like well I'm just so in love with Ale so you know none of this matters to me it's like we weren't even talking about that bro he does do that but I can't be on her side so no, I, I I will never take her side on anything. That's why I'm on the un- unfortunate position of being on the side of Lala and James constantly this season. Yeah, I know. It's so it's so dark-sided. Um also I want to say that polka dots and moonbeans is taking advantage of the situation and say that they said that they recently restocked this uh lightning bolt necklace. But I also want to say Raquel that I looked on the website and they had another lightning bolt necklace that was only $480 not $780 and it looked exactly the same interesting it, like literally exactly the same so I don't know what they were doing but it's I literally it's screamed ordered. I screamed when she went to buy the necklace yeah. I don't know why seeing the necklace was just like what like they got the <laughs> camera like that was crazy to me um, something that must have been like such a throwaway wouldn't have even made it into like a bonus episode or bonus scene um you oh, know totally. it, it, this was like so scrapped they must have been like did we go to that shop like did we do that imagine <laughs> the people like looking through the footage for these like things that m- meant nothing back then and finding them like mm-hmm. this was like such a lightning bolt moment <laughs> <laughs> like hello no pun intended the other um, thing in this scene that i thought was like it's like a thing that i really can't stand about rachel and it's this um how she's like i'm choosing myself now it's like she's bastardizing all these kind of therapy speak terms yep uh to be like a selfish bitch <laughs> which well, is remember just tom sandoval taught her about accountability and boundaries sorry he taught her about boundaries earlier this season so i think this is where a lot of it's coming from Right. So it's definitely slanted in his favor. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is therapy by Tom Sandoval and it's not going oh, well. No, he's so awful. I hate him. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Rich- Raquel starts talking about like, oh, you know, I just feel like Ali's my replacement. He literally just needed somebody to fill up that spot of me. And then she says in a confessional, yeah, like, I feel like I've turned over a new leaf in overcoming my relationship with James. I needed to see him for who he really is and to see Allie in my position to really understand that. I decided to choose myself over my relationship and stop compromising in ways that were taking away from who I am as a person. So I mean, what are you doing now, ma'am? Who is she? <laughs> like, a dumb bitch? Like, yeah. she's so awful. I just can't, like... I can't believe, like, knowing that she, what she knows, the way she acts this episode is demented to me. Like, I, I just can't wrap my head around being that, like, bold and audacious, like, in your, act- right. your actions. Like, it's, it's astonishing. And it's also, like, to be, like, blaming James, Katie, Lala for, like, holding her back from who she really is and this is who you are like they were doing you a favor right (laughs) i don't know if like this is the person you really want to be girl but okay okay um so then we go over to short and sandy's both the toms are there they're talking about like how they had to change that ugly upholstery on the bank ads to even uglier upholstery or some shit and how they're almost ready to open again for the 47th time. 
they keep doing the shit that annoys the hell out of me is like crusty t- starts talking about how like oh you know like i'm so jealous of ariana and katie's little spot it's so small it's so little and schwartz is like yeah you know people keep asking why we're not open yet and like they don't know what that entails like staffing people you know yeah like um you know knowing what you're doing yeah like do you think that they're gonna be back behind the the counters making sandwiches running orders and stuff they have to hire people too dummy well it's also like the key difference between them outside of not they're not bad people horrible people i mean i know people think that about katie (laughs) i'm not 100 there but like they they're hiring people who know what they're doing and listening to them right You've seen the Toms, especially Sandoval, fight nonstop with every professional they hire. And like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tom is such a fucking know-it-all, Sandoval. Yeah. Uh, And like how many thousands, tens of thousands of dollars have you spent on fucking special lights that nobody's going to pay attention to that are going to be in the corner that are going to create some effect from 759 to 813 at night. And like all of this upholstery that you guys keep changing and all this shit. But like the fact that they keep like talking about their space is so much more manageable because it's so small and like we can handle it. And it's like you guys aren't doing anything okay you're talking about revamping a menu again how the hell do you revamp a menu that nobody's even ordered off of to begin with desi well what are we revamping? it's all it's just so dismissive of what the girls are doing too like right to they're doing themselves up. and they're yeah uh i also feel like you've taken two fucking vacations <laughs> during the past month when well, you're they really to- needed it it's just like yeah you don't take vacations in the thick of opening a restaurant like it doesn't happen uh so i don't know what they're fucking thinking they desperately needed to go to like wherever the fuck temecula or whatever and take mushrooms and whatever the hell they took last week to go clamping and see watch the hell cry behind some versace vintage glasses like you guys really needed that time okay but yeah i mean these women are actually getting stuff done and i just find it so irksome that they keep like trying to like suck each other's dicks and be like we're okay boys like we're we're doing something big here and it's not getting off the ground unlike these two stupid women who are yeah. doing something <laughs> tiny and manageable <laughs> no it's crazy they're they're just wild they're out there being wild i'll tell you those boys <laughs> <laughs> two wild boys they're two wild boys with their all their fabrics. Like, calm down. <laughs> I don't care if it's an ugly purple paisley or a gold paisley. I don't know what discount fabric like house you're going to, but it's like as long as it covers up the stains. Like, who cares? <laughs> Truly, like staple it onto that banquette and get the doors open, dummies. Like, what are we oh, doing they're, here? They're crazy. So Schwartz says, you know, like, oh, I just want to go hug my family. And Krusty's like, yeah, I want to go somewhere really cool with Rick Ariana. I mean, uh, yeah, her. (laughs) So this is the number, the second scene now that we've seen Schwartz, Tom Schwartz, who swore up and down on Watch What Happens Live that he wasn't the decoy, wasn't trying to hide anything, was trying to support him and nudge Krusty into talking to Ariana and breaking up with her finally. 
scene number two of the shorts literally like licking Krusty's asshole in order to like justify his behavior towards Ariana. So he starts it off by being like, how are things going between you and Ariana? And he's like, well, I just feel like my very presence annoys her. Like the the two instances that we saw are him yeah. throwing a, a hotel key at Raquel being like, this is, this is Roy's hotel key. <laughs> oh, look. And I'm <laughs> trying to yell at people. I mean, his very presence annoys everyone. I don't know who likes him, really. Like, uh, he's always yelling about the stupid things. He's always talking. His voice is annoying. Like, that clip of him just being like, Raquel, Raquel. It's like, what circumstances is this ever acceptable? Right. (laughs) (laughs) When Ariana is annoyed, she's pretty calm about it, usually. She's like, Tom, just stop. Like. It's not like a big scene. I don't know. He's always causing scenes. Exactly. Um, exactly. And the other interesting thing is you mentioned Tom sort of out of nowhere, just asking how things are going with Ariana. The only other person who does that this episode is fucking Rachel. Yep. Also ask out of nowhere. And it's like, you guys both know how it's fucking going. She doesn't know how it's going. Like, how right. dare you ask this question? Like, and it's clearly them scheming, I think to make Ariana and Tom's relationship look bad anyway. So what does it matter if they're fucking, right? Sitting in bed with each other, being big spoon, little spoon, while Sandoval whispers into both of their ears about what moves that they should make next on camera. Imagine that's your fucking criminal mastermind. Tom (laughs) Sandoval. (laughs) A man in like a bead necklace that looked like he made it in summer camp. Like it's crazy it's out of oh, that necklace? no it's like they're like the two bumbling crim- criminals like that cruella Deville had <laughs> <laughs> and he's the criminal mastermind and it's all just fucking pathetic wild 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 like yeah like sandoval looks like he really like he found some child's outfit and made it big enough for him <laughs> and schwartz dresses like portia from fucking white lotus all the time all the damn time <laughs> crazy oh my god so yeah he like you know i feel like my very prince annoys her like and then he's like schwartz says yeah i think it speaks to a bigger issue no the biggest issue is where his dick has been yeah yeah it doesn't matter if they had issues like i don't think that's what they don't seem to get it's like great resolve these resolve your relationship end it that's fine uh, I mean, I still think it's bad that you would be like with her best friend. <laughs> like, yeah. That's another thing. But it's like, end the relationship. No one's stopping you from doing that. Uh, but what you did is fucking bad. And what you're doing in this moment is bad. And this is why these two are the greatest loves that will ever come out of Vanderpump Rules because they justify each other's behavior. They just like look lovingly into each other's eyes and they're like, I don't understand why people are mad at me for that obviously dumb shit that I did. That makes all the sense in the world why people are mad at me. And he's like, yeah, man, I don't get it either. And they're like, okay, great. Cool. Right. You want to open another restaurant together? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and both of them, in their opinions, never got that from their girlfriends or wife. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, because they wouldn't sign off on every dumb shit thing you did. Like, exactly. that's, what you, that's what you're supposed to want in a partner. Like, someone who calls you on your shit. Like, not them hello schwartz has the audacity to say in a confessional we never what knows what we never know what goes beyond behind what goes on behind closed doors which you do 
you know exactly what's going on behind closed doors your man's fucking your friend's best friend but then he goes based on what i've seen they've just devolved into roommates and i'm seeing a lack of intimacy when they hang out they don't really acknowledge each other it's not looking good you could say the exact same thing about your ex relationship right and did you notice during his confessional shorts he didn't make eye contact with the camera he's yep. like kind of off and it's like yeah because you're a fucking liar because he knows yeah and he knows both of them are literally the worst liars i've ever seen not that <laughs> not that i'm a good one <laughs> but I don't go on TV and lie. Like, <laughs> right. Like if you're going to lie, like please lie. Well, like that's that we I, all know. That's what I can't believe. It's like, you guys know you're on a fucking TV show filming. Why would you start this shit now? Like I would like not do it at this moment. I would never do it, but like, it's crazy to me. Cause they were like, they think they're so fucking smart and are going to get away with it. That's what's so funny. Like, well i mean the gag is we are on season 10 and we're only realizing how bad of liars they are so they're right (laughs) in a way they're right egg on our face for that one so um so then sandoval says you know i think about like ariana like when's the last time you went to the store and bought paper towels and or toilet paper like there's pens in the drawer there's batteries in the drawer because i do that no the fuck you don't no you don't you have an assistant don't be stupid. I also love the idea of pens. Like pens. <laughs> in 2022. She's lousy with pens, bro. She doesn't appreciate like me. <laughs> drawer full of pens and batteries. And oh I make sure God. to get the paper towels that like have the different sizes, you know, so you could pick. She didn't think well, about it at all. <laughs> really struggling to make Ariana look like the worst girlfriend in the world and that was the best they could come up with (laughs) the best that he could do she doesn't think about fucking paper towels neither do you you tell your assistant your assistant thinks about the paper towels okay yeah but it's also like in a relationship oftentimes each person does different things and you don't think about the thing that that person takes care of and i'm sure there's things that ariana does that he doesn't think of uh, but it's then when she goes fun. away, it's like, oh yeah. shit, I have to take the the garbage out or whatever it is, like, or the dog so needs it's just, to be walked, or yeah, you know, yeah. meaningless complaint. It's a meaningless complaint. It's so stupid. So then he's like, you don't go out of your way to do things for me, and it hurts me after a while. Like, I just feel like she doesn't, you know. And Schwartz goes, what, like you? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then Tom Schwartz goes you need to address those things because they magnify over time and then you guys just become like too comfortable being dicks to each other yeah you would know you i know every once in a while a little a little like intelligent thought comes through his head but he never places it in the right place (laughs) right we're not connecting the dots here you're saying the right words but we're not looking in the mirror afterwards are we i don't think we are (laughs) oh my god so yeah then he goes on to say that there's been like a little bit of a disconnect that they've definitely argue a lot more than they did in the beginning of their relationship like duh and he's like you know there are times where like i'm trying to say how i feel but ariana never says like hey you got a point there i can count on less than one hand in the nine years that we've been together that ariana has ever said wow you're right whose fault is that be right dumbass (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Try being correct one. But it's, it's like 
the Schwartz is listening to these complaints, but it's like, this is exactly what Katie complained about with you. But for somehow, for some reason now it's valid when Sandoval complains about someone not standing by them. Yeah. Constantly. Like, uh, hello. Like once again, you're not, you're missing like the bigger picture here. Cause you did the exact same thing to Katie. Exactly. You're the Sandoval in the situation. You're the one who like, <laughs> like it, it's wild. It's wild. Um, then he has the audacity to tell them that they need to go to therapy before it's too late because you don't want to be like me, man. Like I was always saying like, oh, we'll go to therapy eventually. And like, you know, you don't want to be Mr. Eventually. Oh, okay. That sounds like a bad movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Starring Penn Badgley. <laughs> yeah. Schwartz is like, look, I I always had like a problematic little crush on him because I think he's really cute. Same. <laughs> but yeah. I think I thought he was so he was dumb. And now I'm like, his dumbness is sinister. Like Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's like maybe he is dumb, but there's also something sinister. Like he is he has some sinister stuff inside of him too i think yeah he's well. like um what do they call it like uh something crazy like a fox yes yeah but yeah i don't find him charming anymore like it's definitely bad there's an intention behind his uh g yeah. and i i truly think he drove katie crazy like, oh yeah <laughs> I'm at the point now. I'm like a lot of her bad behavior was because she was like driven there, uh, for sure. Reacting uh, to him being awful to her, yeah. But imagine being in years of that with that guy, and no one believes you. Like it's right. crazy, and everyone's like, "Oh, Tom, he's just a dopey whatever." <laughs> You're like, and no. even still, people are like, "He gets to make out with anybody he wants because she's a bitch." <laughs> like, okay, it's like, look. I've been in a relationship where someone is so passive that it brings out the worst in you because you're just trying to get something from them that you'll never get. Mm-hmm. And I, I was really young. Katie's much older. But like, yeah, it can make you do kind of like bitchy things. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I have a sympathy for her, even though I think her biggest flaw is that she's not funny. I think if Katie <laughs> was funnier, people would like her more. But she kind of just comes off of a as a humorless bitch most of the time you're right you're right yeah because it's like we accept james being a bitch because he's fucking funny every once in a while (laughs) and katie resorts to insults like slut and hoe because she's not clever in that way yeah you know what i mean james has funny fucking insults uh they don't even make sense sometimes but we're laughing (laughs) even when he's body shaming and screaming fat boy at somebody i'm like lol I know. So it's like, I think that's her biggest flaw. Like, she's not making people laugh in those moments. So we're like, boo. <laughs> You're right. You're really right, Dozzy. Oh, God. Okay. So then we go later back to uh, Ariana's house, and Tom's making them ha- get coffee while like ariana's talking about what's happening at the sandwich party i i noticed that he made sure to um have the paper towel roll in full view of the camera so we can see <laughs> all the work that he puts into this home and making the coffee too right that's his thing right he makes her you want one i'm gonna press the button for you and put the cup under it <laughs> get that espresso going <laughs> which color do you want <laughs> so. then he always asks what color she wants <laughs> i know she really likes the green one sometimes she likes to mix it up with red so <laughs> oh god uh, he's such an idiot so 
he was like talking about the night before with like Katie and Lala and how it was kind of rough talking about the beach stuff. And like, yeah, because you barely got away with that lie. And Ariana's like, listen, I told Lala I wasn't mad at her because Tom needs to answer for himself and I'm not his spokesperson and says, look, I think you should have left because driving up to that house, you should have just been like, this kind of looks like a place where I'm not going to get a lift. Now, you know what Jackson, Jackson, Brittany were also at this party, right? Oh, right. Yeah, I did hear that. And they said, kind of like what Lala was saying on her podcast, that there were lifts and Ubers coming in and out of that house all damn day. So that excuse that he couldn't get a car was false. Another lie. Here's the thing. You want to be somewhere, you find a way to get there. If you can't find a way to get there, you're on the phone with that person you're saying I'm fucking trying to get a car I will be there as soon as possible like you're making sure that person knows you're trying right and he didn't do and 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 Ariana is very reasonable in this fucking conversation and it's almost infuriating knowing the truth Mm -hmm. and I I feel like Tom wants her to be bitchy about it and she's just not yeah exactly and and she's just like being a perfect angel the entire time and he like can't really catch a break in the sense of like finding a way to blame her for something yeah so i mean he's trying to make her act like katie yeah i think mm-hmm. a- absolutely absolutely so then tom's like well i just felt like if i went home like i would have wanted to do something about it and so Ariana's like, yeah, that is kind of how you are, but it's like not a situation where my grandma just died. You can't do anything about it. And I get annoyed, but it's not like I'm annoyed at you. I'm just annoyed because my fucking grandma died, Tom. Like right. what? what is not clicking with you, stupid? So then he's like, yeah, it's been a lot. You know, it just feels like we haven't really connected lately. And like, there's been a lot of things that have been bothering me and stacking up. And I just feel like my very presence annoys you. Now, she literally just said, you're not bothering me. I'm going through it. Where's like, you know, compassion for her? It's just, it's just so sad because it's like, he's clearly trying to push this narrative narrative of who she is as a person and that's like a bitch who's mean to him all the time mm-hmm. and we're watching her be very reasonable and explain to him what's happening she's communicating it like very clearly and he's the one not listening and sitting there complaining about not being heard like right yeah <laughs> and like and yeah like every time she's says one more reasonable loving thing to her partner he's like well something else then if it's not that then it's something else and and the excuses get more and more dumb as the time goes down and I, he's oh he's so stupid so then he's like i just feel like my very presence annoys you and ariana's like i wouldn't even say something like your very presence so but honestly i'm whatever but then he's like yeah that's the thing it's like you just like belittle me in front of people and like it really fucking hurts my feelings and so ariana says but yet you're the only person that I ever want to hang out with more. And I feel like we never just have time for it to just be one-on-one. It's always in front of people. You're peacocking on a night out. Everybody else gets all these parts of you. And I just get the leftovers. And so, yeah. And I think Kristen said, maybe on watch what happens live that there was like it was last Thanksgiving that she was like kind of upset because he was doing this very thing of like wanting to have a bunch of people over and like 
be the sh- greatest showman of Valley Village. And she was like, yes. why can't we ever just have time for just the two of us? Like, he's 40. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wind it down. <laughs> like, right. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah, she's like in a state, she's like, what is she, 37, 38 now? Mm-hmm. It's like, she wants to be a homebody. Like she likes going out and having fun, but it's like, he, it's like, that's all he wants to do. And if they're at home, he wants to have a huge fucking rager. Right. It's, it's like, oh my God. He wants to live like burning man 24 seven, but it's like, you have a life, bro. Like people want to go to sleep at normal times and like have routines. <laughs> like, And he's acting like she's a freak who like, yeah. she's like, you have a fucking- for eight hours a day. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, you have a business you have one bar business and you're, you're trying to open up another thing and partying is still your number one. (laughs) Yeah. Like nobody's taking that away from you. She's just saying, Hey, um, can we cook a meal a couple nights a week and just not have people over? And he's like, we didn't even take a photo together at Sheena's wedding. Like, that's crazy. (laughs) I would have dumped him on the spot for a second. (laughs) Like, because that just illustrates me to me completely who he is as a person. Everything mm-hmm. is for show, right? Like, it's like, yeah, we were living life and having fun. That would be cool for me. Like, I'd be like, wow, we were having so much fun. We didn't even take, take a fucking picture together. And he sees it completely like differently in like a deranged social media way. Like, it, it's just gross right. to me. The fact that and he like, would bring that up is crazy to me. And and thank fuck she didn't because what were you doing while she was getting ready with Sheena? Fucking her friend. Why would she even want yeah. those memories now? Thank God. Yeah, absolutely. What a, <laughs> what a weirdo. You were actually starting <laughs> a love affair during this time. Like this was the time and you want to complain about how y'all didn't take pictures together. How? Well, it's like that's what I'm talking about with these people it's like do you it's like they don't even know, it's like are they lying to themselves like how do they do this I can't it's understand incredible. How they it. it's wild oh like, man imagine if she found out what you were doing at the wedding do you think yeah. she would want to go back in time and take a fucking selfie with you I think not no. oh no if no, only when I- was that the thing that tipped it over she she didn't want to take a picture yeah. of you, and so you fucked Raquel and and the other thing I want to mention is like, this is not something new she's asking for. They, this is things they did in the past together, like staying home and making dinners together. Right. So it's not like she's drastically changing what their lifestyle was. That was something they did. Right. That was like part of their love story, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's also wearing a lightning bolt necklace during the scene, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but... So, yeah, I mean, Ariana says the very reasonable thing of, like, you don't have to worry about that. I don't think taking pictures together is, like, a marker of our relationship. And he slaps his hands on his laps, like, okay, dude. But, like, yes, it is. <laughs> are, you, are you 12? <laughs> He's a fool. Like, he, this man is a fool. In fact, like, everything I initially thought about Tom, but then changed my mind about because Ariana liked him, was mm-hmm. actually true he is that person i thought he was initially like he's that girl he's that girl we need him to be (laughs) 
<laughs> so then he like turns this into like see you're disagreeing with me again and she's like i'm not disagreeing with everything you say i agree that we're not as connected remember like we used to cook to d- dinner together we used to listen to war on drugs we don't do that anymore and so tom's like well let's do it dude like <laughs> I want us to be better and also more intimate having sex like four times a year that also affects me and so ariana says okay well maybe we need to spend more time together because i can't have sex with somebody who feels like a stranger yeah uh <sighs> duh. duh and i love when she's like you can't telepath your your dick in me <laughs> like, from the abbey <laughs> It's like, yeah, your boyfriend's out partying all the time and you're fucking at home depressed. And he's like, why aren't we being intimate? Like, yeah, I, it's baffling. He, yeah. Just like, to me, quality time needs no distractions, no other people. We're just focused on each other. I need that physical and emotional intimacy. Like you said, like, I, you can't telegraph your dick from the vagina from the Abbey. So then Tom asks her, he asks her, what would you consider hanging out? She says, doing an activity, going for a walk around the neighborhood, making dinner, not necessarily us going out and getting drunk together, but he's like, but that's your definition of quality time. You just (laughs) asked her what her definition was. (laughs) That was the question. Uh, That was the question. I'm speechless sometimes with this dude. Uh, That's what I'm going to call him since he calls everyone else dude. But he's (laughs) I just don't like Ariana has always been this way. She's always been kind of a homebody who goes out a, a, a somewhat, right? Like yeah. I, I just don't. Yeah. She seems to want to go sad. out a healthy amount of times. And he seems to want to get obliterated every day, all day long. Well, and it's like, it's sad because she actually wants to spend time with Tom Sandoval. Like right. <laughs> that, that just makes me sad that he's like not wanting to be with her and she wants to be with him like hello uh, yeah like yeah. talk about li- looking a gift horse in the mouth like <laughs> yeah she actually loves him it's just yeah. sad it's beyond sad so a producer asked tom in a confessional what his definition of quality time is and he's like let's <laughs> excuse me he's it's the devil coming out of me let's take some mushrooms together let's like watch the sunrise let's go skinny dipping the pool let's go like Hang gliding. I like stimuli. <laughs> Hang gliding. Hang gliding. Sir, you're 40. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. Right. And also, I bet you. Like what he just did with Rachel, probably. That's all exactly, exactly what I was just about to say. He talked about how the first time he told Howie, the first, like the first two times they really connected, they just talked until the sunrise. And I'm sure you, they probably were skinny to me in the pool while Ariana was sleeping, thinking her relationship was solid. Yeah. And we know they all love doing mushrooms together. Like yeah. outside of the hang gliding, that's all things he's done with Rachel. Yep. That's yep. also very, um, that's not things you do fucking weekly. I mean, at least right. I don't. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, he's so, it's like such a classic case of someone being blinded by this new romance. Yep. And that's what it's going to be daily. But it's like, you're going to get there with Rachel eventually too. Like in the same rut. Like, because this is what you do. We've already seen it on the show a few times. Like yeah he he lives for the rush of that like the first months and the butterflies and the infatuation like he lives for that feeling yeah fucking hang gliding get out of here i wish he would go hang glide off a cliff (laughs) 
please. <laughs> so then he starts getting all aggravated and he's like, why do you go out and get drunk and like do karaoke with Logan? And she's like, well, you don't like the things that we like. He's like, yes, I do. You don't think I fucking like Beyonce? <laughs> that actually made me laugh. <laughs> so she's like, well, we like- <laughs> I love her. <laughs> um, so she's like, well, we like to watch Love Island. He's like, yeah, well, I don't have time to sit there and watch 50 damn episodes of Love Island. And she's like, well, that's literally all we talked about. So I, I don't know what to tell you. Also, Tom, you're on the ice with most of us anyway. Do you really have to like diss our uh, reality TV binge watching? <laughs> yeah, like, do you want to hang out or do you think it's stupid? Which Why do you call us out like that, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would have no career if we didn't like meticulously watch reality TV hundreds of hours a week. <laughs> like, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> there's something about his how frantic he gets when he's defending himself that is so fucking irritating to me. Like that voice he knows that, that he's not justified, you know? Well, and it's like that's a good girlfriend who's like, yeah, I do this with my friend and I don't I don't put that on you to do with me. <laughs> I have a separate person for the annoying things you don't want to do. That's right. actually a good girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Because we all have our little like, I mean, shout out to Craig, who clocked like perfectly described his relationship with Paige. He's like, you know, we have a long distance relationship. We hang out when I we hang out and then I go home and she likes to watch her little shows. Like that's what he knows. He knows what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> she does her own thing. And then we have our own time together. Exactly what you guys should yeah, be it's doing. Healthy. Yeah. It's very healthy. Well, wow. unfortunately Tom Sandoval's own things <laughs> are cheating on her and doing all of that stuff with his uh, side piece. Exactly. Exactly. She's doing it all right. Like, exactly like I, i'm saving my silly things for my friendships and i'm wanting to have an active adult relationship with you and have fun quality time you just want to like go to the abbey and wear glitter under your eye but okay <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> then tom says i love you i mean he said it he's like i want us to be better and she's like I, you know i do too and you know you have just as many guards and walls up as i do one of them is my very good friend, but I don't know that yet. Anyway, <sighs> then we go over to Mirica Mile. Now, talk to me about that area. Is that good? Is that a good area of LA? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's honestly not a bad area, but it's like an area I'm like, people live there? Like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of by the music. Like a, yeah. like a retail business or like a like an institution or something. <laughs> like what it was like that? a newer condo type building? Uh, I mean, it's just an area I don't really go that much. It's where the museums are. Um, so it's kind of south oh, okay. of Hill, Yeah, um, basically. But yeah, it's kind of like a weird area to live, maybe, or maybe it's becoming more popular. But yeah, the building they live in looks completely modern and new. Well, shout out to James. He just bought a house in Burbank, one point three million. Oh shit. Yeah. Wow. I didn't cute know little that. cottage, cute little place. I mean, you know, you know that a million doesn't get you far in LA, but you know, it's it's cute. A, more, it's a, cute a little place. more in Burbank though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, his- <laughs> so yeah, he and Allie are packing for to go to Atlanta for Imagine Fest. Um mm-hmm. and but they're gonna like stop by at something about her first before they leave. So James talking in the confessional about like every time I see my my name next to Cascade and the, the shade of the producers being like how far down his name is on the billing. <laughs> so yeah, his name is at like a eight font point. Right. <laughs> Cascades is like 48. 48. <laughs> uh, I get chills every time I stand names together. <laughs> I also laughed at him practicing DJing when Ali arrived. <laughs> It's like, what does that entail? <laughs> <laughs> Save it. I don't want to hear it yet. <laughs> I love Allie. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love when she asked what she needed to wear to the the something about her opening. He's like, well, Lisa's going to be there. She's like, so what do I wear a gown? <laughs> He's like, no, Allie. <laughs> so, oh my God. She never I- met Lisa before? Well, I guess not because James was acting like it was fucking Meghan Markle meeting the Queen for the first time. <laughs> I was like shocked by that, but I guess not. <laughs> oh my god! Like you know, I really want us three to have a conversation. She's like, why? why? <laughs> well, also, why tell someone this and put the pressure on instead of just making it normal? You right. know, like right so yeah he just wants to uh if, if the meeting goes well he's picturing in his mind we're gonna get a couple uh invites to villa rosa for dinner like he's gonna be kicking it with ken todd okay so ken, ali lisa james right? <laughs> foursome <laughs> oh my god watch out beverly hills and burbank um so Allie's talking to James about like, yeah, I want you to get a therapist. You know, you haven't really been terrible, but I didn't really like what happened in Hermosa. And, you know, your emotions come out. Usually they come out on friends and family. And James is like, well, there's only so much I can take. So <laughs> then he goes in a confessional, like when you see somebody in the movies going to therapy, it's like not normally somebody whose life's together. It's like somebody whose life's in shambles. And I never felt like my life is in shambles. I had fucking $12 in my account at, 16 working at coffee bean on south beverly drive i love he always gets very specific at the location <laughs> and it cracks me up south beverly drive like yeah oh my god i didn't even know he was here that long <laughs> me 
<laughs> that's the wild thing. James has been here in America for like I I think he like like middle school, I think. Damn. Yeah. The accent and doesn't make a ton of sense. No, because he's he's like a total street urchin. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) He really sounds like Oliver. And so, yeah, he's like, you know, here I fucking am. If everybody wants to tell me that there's such a problem with me, have a look at your life and then have a look at mine. (laughs) Who are you talking to? I just love too that he has no concept of people who have don't have a life in shambles going to therapy. It's so common. Or like the idea of like I was broke as a teenager and look at me now. Like okay, I think that's the story of many people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you were broke as a teen. <laughs> like you weren't working at Coffee Bean at twenty seven. <laughs> like it's okay. You're working there as a teenager. <laughs> normal, James. <laughs> completely normal. Um. So then Allie's like, well, you know. You can use therapy to talk about your childhood trauma. And he, he, James, James, we, you know, we've seen your parents, right? Has the nerve to say, I don't have any childhood trauma. Excuse me? No. His parents are both like, I mean, his mom obviously is sober now, so that's good. But the dad is out of control. (laughs) Your parents are Kristen Doty, one beta version and fucking Austin Powers, but like make an alcoholic. What are you talking about? Day. yeah it's hello denial a, a dj a man who still <laughs> DJ, <wants> james <laughs> oh my god that man told him how many episodes ago that like you can't be a dj and not have a substance abuse problem but in a way of like encouragement you're yeah. doing it pal yeah wild stuff so wild. but he doesn't have childhood trauma but anyway um yeah, he's like, you know, basically, I don't want to have to talk about this. Everybody thinks that I want to talk about this engagement and about my world-class proposal that went to shit. Everybody <laughs> wants to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. It's fucking annoying, honestly. Uh, I mean, just the fact that he calls it a world-class proposal and is bitter about it. It's like, you clearly have trauma here, son. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know that uh, the scene from Arrested Development where Job keeps talking about his suit? And he's like, this is like a $400 suit. It's like a fucking yeah. $700 suit. $1,200 suit. This is a $1,500. It's like every time he talks about this proposal, it goes from like, I didn't give a shit to like, yeah. this is the most epic proposal of all time. <laughs> Yeah. wasted on you like but i don't care <laughs> i don't care at all <laughs> oh my gosh oh so that's like the go- i'm not mad meme the what he's the i'm not mad meme like in a yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly oh my god so then we go over to schwartz's can Oof. you move in? Can we get some 3M tape and put some things on the walls, sir? How, how many boxes? Hire some. His whole decor is like those water bottles. Uh, <laughs> like the Poland spring water bottles. There was like 10 of them. This place yeah. was a fucking dump. It gets worse every time we go over there. Uh, it's Holy. crazy. He had a all like, you know how like back in the day, and by back in the day, I mean like seven years ago these celebrities were getting like celebrity uh, like photo portraits of them but they were like in diamonds and like not yeah. diamonds, like, crystals and stuff yeah 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 the, yeah the he had one of lisa <gasps> oh my god just sitting on the floor it was red 
<laughs> God, he's in um, love with her. <laughs> he really is. He's I, I kind of want. I kind of want the pic. The pictures. <laughs> imagine the conversation starter that would be (laughs) right (laughs) he should auction it off honestly it's gonna stay on the floor you might as well just sell it off but um he's now fully doing like his good boy act of i'm gonna be in the best mood terry's gonna be there it's katie's day i don't want to rock the boat if she feels uncomfortable about me being there i'll go right to sir like it's no problem so Crossdash is there in a coffee-stained No Fear t-shirt. I haven't seen a No Fear t-shirt since 1998. Just him showing up with the coffee stains made me fucking sick. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Not that I haven't done that millions of times in my life, but at this point, I just can't accept anything from him without being disgusted. A pig bitch every time. <laughs> a pig bitch. <laughs> so then Tom says... That there was some like quote unquote bo- gossip blogger, which we know is uh, Bravo and Cocktails, they outed themselves, who said that uh, Schwartz was spotted making out with Raquel all night the other night. And he tried to explain that like Katie's his dude bro friend, but then Katie saw that blind item or whatever and texted him was like oh you're dude bro huh lol okay tom and then he responds a million percent a lie on my life i've never kissed her since cancun roll the tapes roll the footage (laughs) and then katie writes i believe you but this has been thrown in my face for weeks so was that sandoval that she was making out with i have no idea but sandoval looks at this and says she's rage texting and i was like yeah this was least rage text i've ever seen from katie like it was very matter of fact and in fact i don't know how anyone can confuse sandoval and schwartz though that's what i think but i I, maybe people just say tom and people just assumed it was schwartz that's true that's true but i wonder would those people come out now and be like oh shit it was sandoval (laughs) but i saw like the black diamond people i don't know it's weird Oh, I, I do for those people to come out of the woodwork and say, which Tom were you referring to? Who was at Coachella? Yeah. Yeah. Why I agree. We heard from them. But just based on how I feel about these people, I don't think Schwartz was making out with her anymore no. at this point. So oh, I don't think I don't know. who I, it was. I think it was pretty clear that like when they made out in Cancun, he was like, Mm-mm. <laughs> I <laughs> could tell he was he was like, I don't know. This is not for me. Yeah. No. And, and I liked that about him. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. that he made Rachel feel insecure and she had to backtrack then and act like she didn't want it or whatever she was doing. Because it was like an immediate no for him. Yeah. And I, and you know, it's kind of funny, like, because this is what we're talking about crazy like a fox. I feel like he, he gets that soulless vibe from her, right? Like mm. she's kind of soulless. Uh, and maybe he picked up on that. I don't know through their mouth through osmosis he found out (laughs) something in that kiss was poisonous (laughs) and he thought no more i don't want that (laughs) oh gosh so then this man has the nerve to say in a confessional schwartz i would have never kissed raquel if i had known that the fallout was going to happen afterwards and how much it was going to hurt katie what if only she had told me beforehand how much this would have hurt her right like if only we hadn't had multiple 
one-on-one conversations in which I promised her that I wouldn't do it. And then one day I could tell she was annoyed with me. And so I asked her to trim my armpit hair. And when she wouldn't do it, I immediately made out with a girl that I told her I wasn't going to make out with. If only I could have predicted this. How could I possibly know? There was only like six episodes devoted to it. I, I, yeah, baffling. baffling. It's like, you know that you guys are on tape doing, having these conversations, right? Do you completely fucking forget? Is it the mushrooms that like wipe her memory? What's going on here? The Molly is creating holes in your brain. Okay. I don't know if that's true, but I heard that once in the nineties. Oh, Okay. (laughs) I mean, he's, he's living proof. (laughs) (laughs) So then he tries to put his special Schwartz demon spin on this by first, he'll like kind of admit like 70% that he gets it by being like, yeah, I could kind of take responsibility. But then he throws it back on her by being like, it was a lovely kiss. Why do you have to say that? But it wasn't worth the blowout. So you're, you're being like, but I still need to complicate compliment Raquel which is completely unnecessary and talk about how great it was even though you didn't even like it and then be like it wasn't worth her being a bitch about it her blowout yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy and then Tom says that he thinks like Katie might be at the tail end of her anger about this Raquel thing like I just need to let it breathe for a month (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna hide behind this plant until she's not <laughs> and whistle does it the whistle unbelievable like who are you fucking bugs we'll get into bugs fucking bunny so like, then hey crusty asks have you spoken to terry he's like yeah you know i saw her when we were exchanging the dogs you know she's upset she sees her daughter upset and i'm the one causing that so again he, here's the acknowledgement and then he picks up a little goat toy off of his kitchen counter and goes uh here's here's what katie and terry were like when i walked in the door and it starts bleeding like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> i was like that's fucking rude like my god what is wrong with him he cannot he cannot he's teflon tom cannot take responsibility or accountability for all of his monster behavior crazy like i'm laughing but it is sinister like i mentioned earlier <laughs> <laughs> so I how people act this no i it's astonishing to me desi like yeah. i don't get how you can be so compartmentalized like if i'm upset that i hurt someone let's say especially terry leave katie out of it how do you then mock her two seconds later saying she sounds like a fucking whiny goat? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it is I, so rude. It's very rude. But All I think it's for Sandoval. I think it's like Sandoval. He wants to like give Sandoval a laugh at their expense. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he knows hmm. Sandoval likes it. I don't know. I'm yeah. trying to get an excuse, but he's bad. <laughs> right. No, like I, I, I'm fully fully with you like yeah they're just such ugh, ugh. brothers yeah. in arms those arms are gross. gross yeah so then we go back to something about her finally a light moment i need to know what was under ariana's top because like i was trying to respectfully 
like figure it out but i couldn't make sense of it so i think it was like a nude bra but it was like one of those bras that has a deep 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 v that you like if you're wearing like a plunging top but right. it was like perfect nude yes because the shirt was very high like the collar went all the way up like a little mm-hmm. peter pan collar it was yeah. cute it was super cute it was a really cute outfit perfect for like i'm opening a sandwich shop soon that's very twee and like <laughs> right <laughs> very cute and it, and it went well with like i love how the sandwiches are wrapped with the little like twine and the paper yeah. like it was a vibe it was a real vibe Lisa, I'm going. Uh, hello <laughs> no i'm literally like planning on i'm gonna talk to you after this like planning on coming to la in a couple months so i'll holler at you but um we have to <laughs> did you hear that they're getting the designer from the nancy myers movies yes. <laughs> the decor Yes. And I saw a video of it like from like a week ago and there's really, they're making progress. Like things are happening. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm thinking they're going to be opening like July, maybe. Yeah. Great. Sooner than later. Uh, Lisa walks in like Oprah, like there's something about her. Like she's so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also want to give props to Katie because she actually looked really cute. I loved her gold like I'm a businesswoman, the champagne, uh, like kind of suit yeah. dress, very cute. I love, I love the bob on her too. It's really cute. Yeah, and I she had her little wing, her perfectly winged eyeliner. She just looked very, very chic, very like I'm a businesswoman. Here we are yeah. at my establishment. I'm like the I'm like the slobs at Schwartz and Sandy. No, I, really. <laughs> Here we are for the Cheech and Chong collection. These dumbasses. So. <laughs> um yeah james is there he tells lisa that like he's going to the festival and i just love that she was like how many people are going to be performing and he's like well that doesn't matter i'm just like focused on the connections i'm gonna make you know but ali's gonna be there i love her so much she always supports me everything she does support me i love how she's perfect and then he's like kissing all over her face he has headphones around his neck yeah (laughs) why (laughs) well you need to know that he's about to fly out to lax you know I'm about to hop on a jet. I got things to do, you know. <laughs> so people ask him, "Where are you going? Where are you going?" Um, so yeah, then we get into this kind of weird conversation because Lisa kind of throws shade at James, and it was like, "Oh, you know, like, are you really there to keep an eye on that him? And like, is that where you're going?" And she's like, "No, I'm there to support him." And so Lisa kind of has to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, and he needs that. You need to stand strong in order to be James Kennedy to be his other half. <laughs> like, yeah. totally switched up. It was a weird conversation, I thought. Because then she talks about how, like, James is some sort of wild horse that needs a bit in his mouth. Well, <laughs> just like one of her little show ponies. Yeah. <laughs> he felt it. He felt um, it. She... Yeah, I think Lisa's just used to people being like, ha, 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 ha. Like, yeah, Lisa. Like, you know what I mean? And Allie yep. just didn't do that, which was very funny to me. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it too. Shout out to her. Then she looks at the sandwiches. She's like, oh, okay. It's nice. It's sexy. It's unique. It's a restaurant. Love the sandwich. Um- <laughs> she looked into the camera and went, ding. <laughs> like, she said sexy and unique. I lost it. I was like, come on, Lisa. <laughs> Did you get that clean audio? I can do it again. <laughs> so, 
Terry also shows up. She takes the most mom picture ever of them, like next to the sign, kind of off center. I want to make sure I get the picture, the, the flowers in it. Like, I just want to see everything. It's so right. cute. But it's very cute. Like you said, a mom photo. And it's like, great. You've endeared Terry to us even more. So the next scene will hit even harder. <laughs> right. Oh, I will die for this woman. Okay. <laughs> How are you mean to Terry? It's impossible. How do you look in that face, that sweet face of hers, and say anything? Christina Kelly asks Ariana if Raquel's coming. She's like, no, she decided, you know, with the Katie situation, it might be best not to. And then in a confessional, Ariana says, once again, I'm in the middle of two friends, but I'm not going to pick sides. Being a good friend right till the very end. Poor Sheena. uh, Test positive for COVID, but feels fine, which seems very Sheena, you know, like, I feel totally fine and I really like because you know she probably wanted to be there more than anybody and then she's like oh, I God. fucking can't go. She's gonna find a way. She's gonna FaceTime <laughs> get some screen time in. We got the little scene at the beginning with them in the sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. And thank God, I mean, well, I don't want to say thank God for Scannaval, but I feel like next episode she's really gonna come into her own. So you know, we have to find the silver lining in things. And I feel like, you know, had this been the finale, Sheena wouldn't have even been there. And that would have been sad. Yeah. No, she gets her little redemption in the end. It looks like. It looks like big time. So then everybody heads to Sir. Like we have a great little opening. The Toms come, they bring flowers. You know, Schwartz is being nice. Tom, I don't know, wore some like vintage weird ass outfit. But then everybody goes to Sir. And Ariana tells Tom, like, I'm going to drink tonight. I want to wild out with you. Hey, I heard the thing that you asked me to do, and I'm going to do it, partner. And I'm expressing that to you. Yeah. I mean, what a great girlfriend. This is blowing Santa's plan, and I love it. (laughs) Every time. So Tom says in a confessional, Ariana and I have been in a relationship for nearly 10 years. And like, obviously I love her. No, but because of like how different we are as people, we've kind of grown up a little bit apart. Like the issues that Ariana and I have are not just her fault. They're mine also. So I'm hoping we can get back to where we were. It's the best relationship I've ever been in. Ugh. Monster. Monster. <laughs> Sick. sick 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 um tom sits down short sits down next to terry he mm. starts talking about how great it was that um the last time they hung out it was mother's day and it was such a nice day and tom's like yeah we had a good cry and and he's like you know i realized that not spending the holidays with your family is going to be you know just as hard as a breakup with katie <clears throat> and so terry says well i've always told you you were family like you're going to mean a lot, but you know what? You blew it. You and Katie, yeah. like, of course you guys are going to date other people, but you had a mutual decision to not date anybody in the friend group. And I want to also point this out again. Like, I think by friend group, they just mean people on the show, right? Like, which I think is incredible. Why, I don't why anyone doesn't get this is beyond me. Let's say they're using the word friend group, but it's like, people i see a lot of people on the internet or wherever saying like oh she, she has no right to dictate who he can and cannot date it's like okay maybe in real life but they're on a fucking show together so they have to maintain some kind of friendship like right you know what i mean like it's crazy to me that this was the one request and basically all it excluded was like raquel right <laughs> everyone really, else is 
relationship. It ultimately so, didn't leave her with any options either. So we're talking about one person. Yeah, the one person. And yeah, I don't I don't get why. And we've seen the clips in this show. We, I mean, we saw the episodes originally, but they replayed them in this show where it's like them literally like cackling over hurting her by doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they know damn well what they were doing and they thought it was funny because she had excluded um, the friend group that they were doing this. Right, right. And and for people to act like this is so egregiously unreasonable on Katie's behalf to like demand this of Tom. Okay, well then why did Tom agree to it? He obviously didn't think it was that unreasonable. Otherwise he wouldn't have said that he would do it. Yeah. And it's not, it's just not unreasonable in the circumstances of being on a show together, right? Like, no, I don't think it's unreasonable even without that, like to say, don't fuck our friends. Let's keep it like if we're all going to maintain friendships together, it also hurts other people in the group. It makes people have to take sides. Like, it's just bad. Yeah, it's so unnecessary. And like, for what ultimately, <laughs> like, what is, what would it be worth? Like, honestly, right. <sighs> Yeah, and I'm with you. Like, even without the show, this is not unreasonable to be like, hey, don't fuck my best friends or, you know, just like people that I work with, even if like we're not on a show. Can you not fuck my coworkers? How about and that? He's also friends with James. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is like on two sides where it's yeah. kind of fucking over. Right. And like you mentioned, like it makes everything uncomfortable for everybody else. And now Ariana's in a position where she's having to be in the middle between her alleged friend Raquel and Katie, who are beefing. You know, like there's a lot of fallout. Yeah, totally. <sighs> so then Schwartz tells Terry, You had to remember she divorced me and it was the right decision, but it broke my heart. I was a mess, but six months went by. And I was drunk in Mexico. I made out with Raquel and I wasn't thinking about the tentative verbal agreement that we made to never make out with friends as if that's like so frivolous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, once again, they were not drunk and it accidentally happened somehow. They no. placed it. <laughs> like, they you walk from doing. Katie to Raquel and put your tongue in her mouth. <laughs> like, ugh. <laughs> I'm just so exhausted. (laughs) Also, I don't think there's such a thing as a tentative agreement. Like, you're either agreeing to something or you're not. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Rewriting history. Yeah, honestly. Six months went by. She broke up with me. Exactly. So then he goes, you know, maybe it's a little insensitive, but like, this is a good point of view coming from you. Like, did why does it need to be Terry? And it's not even Terry, because you still don't get it. Like, so don't even say that anyway. But so Terry says, I need you to understand that it was a kind of like a real slap in the face. Like, that's so hurtful to any woman. And then she gets choked up and says, today I was sitting with Katie and she was crying and says, it's so important for me to have this friendship with Tom. And he's like, but I'm here. Like, I see her. I'm right here. I sense her. I love her. She's right here. And Terry's like, but what you did to her really hurt her. Was it worth it? He was like, well, no, it wasn't. I just wrote Schwartz, fuck you. (laughs) I don't get this. Like, I don't understand how you can look at somebody older crying. Somebody that you like 
trusted as like a parental figure and they're crying in, in your face about something that you've done. How do you not feel so shame, so much shame and embarrassment over that? I don't get it. I really don't get it either. Like if someone's crying in front of me, like spilling their heart out about how they're hurt, I don't give them excuses. <laughs> I'm just yeah. so mortified that I've done something to cause this pain. Like I, it's crazy. An attitude. And for you to be like, yeah, no, it wasn't worth it. But you just spent all this time talking about how she broke up with you and like she should have, but like I just made a drunken mistake over, I couldn't remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then Raquel, the worst scene of all, takes Ariana to the back bar. And Ariana Why? says, I'm glad you're here. And you like, you were invited to the sandwich thing, but like, you know, I'm kind of understanding of Katie's feelings because when I put myself in her shoes, I think that I would feel some type of way. <sighs> you are in her shoes and you don't even know it. I can't. This conversation is like, why are you doing this, Raquel? Why? Why are you doing this? And for Raquel to be like, yeah, definitely. I get it. You're doing this to her. To her. The vibe of Raquel in this scene is her trying to get some information from Ariana that like make her feel better about what she's done. And you can just see it on her face. Mm -hmm. She's like, waiting she's like waiting for this answer from ariana that can make her feel okay right yeah scouting because tom has probably sold her this told her the spiel of like she doesn't appreciate me she's not in this relationship she's not invested like she doesn't want to be here we don't have sex like she's heard this all before and so now she's like She's still, but she sees the love. Like she knows that this isn't right, at least on for Ariana. So now she's going to her and being like, yeah, I'm scouting and trying to find anything at all to justify what I'm doing. Cause I'm going to keep doing it. Right. And she hears this from Ariana and <laughs> she doesn't immediately go to like confession at church or whatever. <laughs> like maybe Tell Tom it's over. Like, how do you have this conversation and not realize you've been duped? right this guy's lying to you uh and ariana says to her the one thing that i always wanted to reiterate like to katie is just that raquel is still that sweet person and i fucking love her like schwartz is a person that she had an agreement with but when i said that katie was like you know when we were at the wine shop we all cried together and we hugged like that time where they where raquel was like hey i kind of had a feeling that I wanted to make out with Schwartz like they had that situation they talked about it they worked things out what happened when you went to Vegas like I feel like some things must have changed and so Raquel says Vegas kind of changed me because I realized that I really shouldn't put so much emphasis on what people think of me or like trying to earn somebody's friendship I don't need to be friends with Katie I don't need to be friends with Lala and that trip just showed me but what you did was fuck ariana's boyfriend <laughs> the one person who was nice to you <laughs> it's just not gonna ever make sense to me she wasn't yeah. even there no she left because her dog died like, yeah i also like yeah she worked it out with katie in that restaurant scene where they were all like whatever working working through it and then i think what she, remember she came back and to the hotel room drunk and she was like said that thing to Lala about like well, you're mm-hmm. like a man or something yeah. like that yep. and it's like you, you you immediately lost all your goodwill 
in that moment, I think, because it went back to what they were already saying about you, right? Like you fuck right. other people's men or you go after other people's men. Um, and, and she, she also had- told her, like, I really kind of want to do it now, like at the, in, uh, in Vegas. So yeah. I mean, they were like, being jerks to her, but but like you said they're being jerks to her why is she fucking sandoval like (laughs) yeah (laughs) what is the logic one plus one doesn't equal fuck sandoval that's not how this works okay like you have a point but how you choose to react on a different planet so then she goes okay because now she's got her in right i just want to ask though like how are you and sandoval are you are you guys okay and Ariana says, yeah, we had a big yeah. argument last night. And Raquel's like, oh, how did you know that? Who told you that? <laughs> Who told you? You know, because like, because he probably texted her or like came over to her house or something. And they fucked or probably he's like, oh, we just got into a big fight. I bet he left, went to go see her. And that's how she knows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Told her about the batteries, the pens. <laughs> the paper towel the whole thing the coffee she was like oh my god <laughs> horrible oh my god so ariana says yeah tom feels like he's not being heard we got into this big argument the night before and that's why he's you know like the loudest person in the room so raquel goes so do you think like because remember when i opened up to you about james and i about not having sex and you told me that sometimes you and sandoval go through dry spells and Ariana says, yeah, we do. Like, he comes home after working all night and you're like, what? Like, you're just going to whip your dick out and I'm going to be like, yeah, let's fuck. Like, that's never going to happen. We have to spend time together. (sighs) So then Raquel says, I feel like in a relationship, you should like want to like have sex. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, we have sex. So (laughs) yeah. Because he wants to have sex with me, so we do. So, um, why, why is she having this conversation with the woman she's cheating on? <laughs> like, it, why? So, I would avoid this conversation at all costs. Hello, <laughs> like this is why I tweeted next year. Y'all just gotta cheat normal because this is too much. Like, act like you have some shame. Like, yeah, like it's a little bit embarrassed. Bad total total lack of shame it's just incredible to watch like did you guys not think all of this was going to come out and that we would see this on tv like exactly what like come on like if you're going to be devious fucking think it through like truly like this is so wild um so then like ariana says okay but like you have to be emotionally intimate and raquel says but like you were emotionally intimate obviously at one point right and ariana says yeah when we spend time together like you want to work on your connection if you want to have sex so raquel says do you feel like you're sexually attracted to him is her trying to find something and ariana's like oh my god i think he's so fucking hot but then i'm like i'm not hot like you don't want to look at my body and think that's what I want. You want the cellulite, the fat thighs, the big ass, and my bingo arms. And Raquel goes, "Stop it, Ariana. I feel like a lot of that is in your head." And like the other part is that I'm literally fucking your boyfriend right now. But a lot of this is just your head, and it just makes me really sad because. And then she starts crying. 
because she feels the same way. (laughs) I do that to myself too. It's fucked up. Like, I think we're a lot prettier than we think we are. And our brains are our own worst critics. And I think that translates into our sexual lives. And Ariana says, yeah, absolutely. And honestly, I'm going to agree because we're seeing um, Ariana's insecurities keep her from being sexually free, whereas yours are being used to validate yourself by fucking her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is exactly how your insecurities are working. Oh my so God. Like, astute observation there, Oh my God. <laughs> then she looks in her eyes and says, Now that I'm single, I think sex is a very, very important part of a healthy relationship. Yeah. So this is her justification. Like, you're not fucking him. <laughs> I should be able to fuck <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing him a favor. <laughs> we have a lot in common. We both love galaxy lights. <laughs> we, we both love fucking glitter and mushrooms. Oh my God. And betraying you, Ariana. <laughs> this is our healthy relationship. Thick bitch. Sicko. Oh, sicko mode. This she went full nothing. sicko mode. Um... <laughs> So then Raquel, like, it gets worse. It says in a confessional, I am sure Ariana's body image and insecurities have a role in the issues that she and Tom are having. Like, if you're not feeling good, there's no way you could be having good sex. Like, like it was a point of pride or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, how it, uh. So then Raquel says, clearly you want to stay in this relationship. And Ariana says, yeah, I do. I wouldn't be having these conversations if this wasn't who I wanted to be with. So Raquel says, my point is that like, not everyone is that way. And like, for me, I should have broken up with James two years before because I just wasn't attracted to him anymore. And so then Ariana says, well, I think we'll talk it out and we'll be fine. And Raquel has the nerve to sigh. (laughs) She's like, girl, I'm trying to to tell you. <laughs> like, what was her point about she should have broken up with James two years? Like, it's like, was our, she's like basically saying you should have broken up two years ago or many years ago. Like, that's, that's probably what Tom told her. Like, we probably should have broken yeah. up a long time ago. Yeah. 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 And <sighs> maybe trying to plant the seed to maybe Ariana. Maybe you should start really thinking about that. Exiting yeah. stage left. So I can... You guys have nothing in common. Yeah. <laughs> wild that she did this like i don't know especially because it's like you do want to be liked uh clearly and you you've just like this villain this is like a villain origin story we're seeing here like someone gets aged out of pageants and completely (laughs) at sicko mode like she's like what is it goblin mode (laughs) (laughs) right it's like seriously like what the fuck like why would you want to have this be your legacy right like (laughs) that's what i'm not understanding like there was no reason why you had to have this conversation on camera that's why she's completely baffling me like whatever people have affairs that can happen i still think she was like fucked up for doing that to ariana but she's going this extra mile to be devious and i don't really get what she's doing here uh at all Maybe she explains it, but I doubt we're going to ever get a great explanation from either of these people because they're still liars. Like, I mean, I honestly think that like Sandoval took, you know, 
the batteries that he stocked in their home and put them in Raquel's back. And I think she honestly is like, well, as long as I have him in my ear and in my corner, I'm unstoppable and everything I'm doing is okay because he's telling me it's okay. She has completely given him all the power. Yeah. And it's like, what should have maybe been this empowering storyline for Raquel this year, like leaving pageants and maybe finding herself has just turned into the darkest way of possibly doing that <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> and and to your point again, it's like, why do you keep making these comments about like, this is the real me and like, I'm finding myself and finally, this is me. <laughs> like, you didn't have to say any of this, girl. No, yeah. it's like when the joker falls into the pit of acid or whatever and finally reveals his true <laughs> self. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing seeing Oz behind that screen and finding out it was just a weird man behind the wheels. <laughs> That's Tom Sandoval and a weird fucking yeah. mustache. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, the thing with Raquel is she, at some point, and I, I'm not I'm not saying I will forgive her or anything, she's gonna get a really rude awakening about what happened. <laughs> in this situation when sandoval is gone and like she's ruined her life basically oh, yeah. for this shit like jesus christ oh yeah oh yeah um lala actually mentioned that on her podcast talking about like she does feel like there is redemption for raquel not within their group at all but like if she were to like really do the work she could probably come out on the other side she's gonna have to find a new friend group <laughs> it could maybe work yeah and i would love i would probably forgive her a little bit if she gave us some really juicy uh sandoval gossip <laughs> <laughs> like that might win me over a little bit <laughs> yeah i mean if, if on your way out you want to spill tea i pick it up i'll consider it i'll consider it <laughs> <laughs> i'm listening my ears aren't closed i will say that <laughs> um so lala has this conversation with ken and lisa do you care i mean i i god bless you and you want to have a baby and like you're going through it and you want to have like this co-parenting thing with your mama but like we got bigger fish to fry here you know yeah i'd rather yeah i was more interested in ken liking the vegetarian sandwich <laughs> <laughs> yeah talk to oh. us about that had <laughs> a moment i like the vegetarian it's one it's delightful <laughs> Um, so then we see Schwartz talking to like the business partner from Schwartz and Sandy's who tells him that he smells and then he like freaks out and takes a cocktail lemon from his drink rubs it under his armpits because that's what he saw his hippie friends do and then puts the lemon on a plate and starts freaking out worrying that somebody in this establishment is going to go over to his table and pick up a stray armpit lemon from the table and put it in their mouth like a toddler like what's because that's what he would do right <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is this <laughs> is that like, a lemon <laughs> is that anyone's lemon you mind <laughs> also what is his excuse that when you you know when you buy a new shirt and it stinks it's like no i do not I do not know what you're talking about <laughs> i'm trying to get ahead of the story he knew he knew he smelled he's like oh the shirt's new I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> oh my god! Oh that my gosh! That so... woman, that woman Penny too, just sitting there with the look of disgust, <laughs> <laughs> as she should, as she should. Like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> I appreciate the editors who included it, though, just to make him look bad. Uh, great choice, N- very necessary, uh, especially going into this. Like w- now, 
we have to like visualize that this man has cocktail lemon under his armpits after everything that happens moving forward so yes (laughs) (laughs) um so Raquel then goes over to where Katie's sitting Katie's sitting with a bunch of dudes who's like talking about eating ass or something and Raquel says sorry yeah the the guy's like talking about eating ass and Rachel's like oh fun moment rachel sits down in this scene it's like from here on out it's like fucking nuclear i would say <laughs> no for real like what is the name of this song like the dun, 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 like it's just <laughs> chaos just chaos chaos i don't rachel is just laying bombs everywhere she goes for no fucking apparent reason like go home at this point like what are you doing because all she's doing is setting off fucking nuclear bombs and walking away and going on to the next thing like yeah i don't know what she's doing here this is like i've never seen anything like this like and like someone should have taken her aside and like been like you gotta go like what are you doing like a true tasmanian devil all over the sir like just like i'm gonna make everybody's night terrible so she's like when when megan goes off you know in that movie (laughs) her switchboard breaks and she just starts killing that was clicked in rachel and it was like what the hell are you doing little little dance with the arms in her waist (laughs) (laughs) the visual is really making me laugh if somebody could do that please (laughs) please please <laughs> so, um so raquel starts off by saying like katie i wanted to congratulate you on your sandwich shop like after the tom tom thing i figured it would be best if i didn't come but i tried your sandwiches and they taste bomb and katie's like thanks <laughs> so <laughs> taste bomb <laughs> your sandwiches are bomb <laughs> so, then raquel says I know you heard about Schwartz and I making out, which you proceeded to rage text Schwartz about. And Katie says, I didn't rage text him. And so Raquel goes, well, so were you asking if we did it or not? Like, what's the, what was the point? <laughs> so Katie says, yeah. I mean, he basically tries to gaslight me and say I'm overreacting to the Cancun thing. And Raquel goes, you filed for divorce. And like, if Schwartz and I made out there or not, it's like none of your business, is it? I mean, I think we're all Katie in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> because her look is like, what are you fucking doing right now? There's really no reason for it. Like what she's doing right now. Why are you here? Why Why are you bringing this up? At all. At all. Like eat a I fucking sandwich, bitch. Like, <laughs> eat another sandwich. <laughs> Leave me alone. Since you love them oh so God. much. <laughs> um. Oh my- so yeah, Katie's like, why are you talking to me about this? What the fuck are you doing right now? Raquel says in a confessional, Katie's never been one of my friends. And George told me about like, how much these rage texts from Katie bothers him, but he doesn't have the balls to say anything. So in this moment, I know that I would appreciate if somebody would stand up for me on my behalf. <laughs> Tom has not to said a thing Katie. about this. <laughs> <laughs> What is she doing? I like baffled this whole fucking scene. So Raquel says, all I know is, and Katie cuts her off and goes, all I know is that we were together for 12 years and you can't comprehend that. So Rachel starts getting a little bit mousy and she's like, well, I just think it's maybe not your place to tell him these things because like, 
it's not your place to tell him who he shouldn't shouldn't hang out with which is like that's not what she was doing no no she didn't say you couldn't hang out she just said couldn't make out with each other so then katie's like why 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 are you saying any of this like it's not in place why what do you mean (laughs) what's going on (laughs) so raquel's like you've been living your life you have a boyfriend she's like no i don't she's like oh (laughs) so another tactic (laughs) (laughs) so katie says i've had conversations with him about this about respect and raquel says well I don't appreciate that you're trying to like threaten to take the dogs from him. What? <laughs> I don't appreciate. What is she talking about? You don't have to I... appreciate anything. <laughs> Why would she phrase it that way? It's so fucking weird. I I, I have to commend Katie for not literally like fucking pouncing. <laughs> for real. Like, like there were about not? I'm not even a violent person, but this might send me over the edge. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Didn't you take grant? Like, if we even have to get into the, we which we shouldn't because this is so stupid and not your business. You took Graham and we're like, James is never going to have him again. So why is it the like the worst thing that Katie doesn't? If she even said this, who gives a what? What does this have to do with you? I don't appreciate. <laughs> I just like cannot get over that phrasing for some reason because she's so dumb. Like, it is like truly the worst phrasing to you to be using on Katie Maloney because why the fuck would she care what yeah. you appreciate or not? No, it uh, has nothing. It's yeah, like you said, it's nothing to do with you. Like it's, at it, all. I, I I don't know what she's doing here <laughs> at all. So then Katie says in a confessional. I don't know what possessed Raquel to come over here and tell me how to run my life. I would sooner let somebody off the street tell me how to run my life than have Raquel tells me that she does not appreciate me texting Tom about the dogs. Literally shut the fuck up. (laughs) I am with you. So then Katie really starts getting pissed off. She's like, what don't you get about this? How thick is your skull? This is my husband. 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 (laughs) And this is why people are like... Katie's such a bitch. I was like, yeah, but she got pushed to this point. Like, have you seen everything that happened preceding? Like, this has been her life for 12 years, probably. Like, oh my God. She's activated. Having somebody (laughs) come up to you to check you and and to not have any like understanding. I would be like a husband, I'd just be yelling husband too. Like, what's not clicking for you, dummy? Like, what is happening? what where are we yeah and i think raquel is like he's not your husband anymore but she's like bringing it up to show the seriousness of this relationship like this is not something that just ends in one day uh this kind of 12 year long marriage exactly families and like there's a lot of stuff going on like something that you think she would understand because her storyline has been about breaking free after jay yeah, and trying to maintain these friendships with people who are friends with him. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, it, <laughs> just in a normal person way, why would I ever be like get someone into that state <laughs> and not ever worry about my own face getting punched? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that stops me from acting like a total like 
lunatic a I lot know. of times like I walk away because I don't want to get hurt like, right. <laughs> and if everyone truly really thinks the worst of Katie why wouldn't you think that might happen like yeah I mean there's one there it's one thing to be like brave and it's another yeah. thing to like do this this yeah. is like you got no fear like you were sitting there with the uh pilot light on with your hand right on that fire and you're just standing there like well what are we doing guys <laughs> like it's just very weird it's like a sociopathic or something it's like I don't even know how you physically would feel comfortable in this situation it's and then to keep escalating it like wild it, it doesn't seem like any any yeah like you said like there seems to be like she's not getting any sense of danger or like escalation or like maybe i should turn it down a little bit no no she's completely flatline like yeah she's cool as a cucumber like it is disturbing it's weird it's weird (laughs) her tone never changes like i don't know what she's doing so Raquel says to Katie, that's so messed up to say, because obviously you're like separated and you're like not getting back together. So Katie says, you don't even want to be with him. Like, do you, do you want to be with him? Do you want to be friends with him? You've only known him for like five minutes. And Raquel goes, well, I'm getting to know him. He's very kind and sweet. <laughs> I love the idea that we're supposed to be like, they're friends. They're deeply yeah. friends. <laughs> And and like even if they are, what does that have to do with y'all making out? That does yeah. not entitle you to being in his yeah. mouth. <laughs> like, he could be the kindest man in the world. Yeah. Don't have to make out with him. Not a requirement. Ugh. So Katie says, you have zero respect, no empathy, no respect. How the fuck were you raised? <laughs> <laughs> And so Raquel goes, well, maybe I just have more empathy for Schwartz than I have for you. And Katie's like, well, yeah, that's fucking clear. By the way, Lala and Terry, her mother, are just like, they've basically got like an audience level seat to this, just watching this. A dream come true. I would pay so much money. But you, you posted some clip with the guy a guy's expression in the background watching oh yeah I, well, yeah I, and um yeah he did shout out to you brad i think is your name um yeah he he outed himself he he identified oh, himself oh my god i was like that's me like i would be like this is the greatest night of my life <laughs> if i was watching something like this brad, happen in front sorry of his name is brett shout out to you oh brett that's that's amazing <laughs> yeah his face you guys have to look back he's wearing a gray shirt with like two little white stripes on the sleeve and he is like truly like it's like Wimbledon for him like what like between Raquel and Katie and Terry he's just like oh my god what is happening (laughs) oh yeah shout out to you Brett that you're a real one for that um so yeah like Katie looks over at them she's like are you guys hearing this shit and yet Lala's like yeah I am in awe like we've found ourselves in a situation where even Lala has nothing to say she's like I laughed so hard when Katie turned to people and said are you guys because it was like such a fourth wall break like what because it must have been unreal right like (laughs) to realize that they were just sitting there like literally a foot away like huh (laughs) I can't believe this so yeah um uh, yeah katie says you gotta get out of here raquel i think you should leave and raquel's like 
All I know is that I had a bomb-ass glamping trip with my best, closest friends, and it was a vibe, and I had the best time. (laughs) Talk about robot. Like... (laughs) All I know. It's like there's like three annoying words in that sentence that just like want to make me kill her. All I know. Why does she bring it up? I, I what does that have to do with anything, Desi? Every choice is just so wild. Once uh, again, you know what's the vibe, Raquel. What's happening right now is a total vibe. I'm having the best time. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, she talks about her best closest friends and Katie's like, yeah, Tom's not one of them. And Raquel's like, no, but he's a new addition to my life. And (laughs) so Katie rightfully says, I'm losing my mind. And Lala's like, girl, you would have a more productive conversation with a pig, all right? Be done with it. (laughs) So (laughs) Lala says in a confessional, I don't even know why Katie's wasting her time arguing with this buffoon of a person. Come on, we've known her for a long time. You know this isn't going to go anywhere. (laughs) So that's why Lala is funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when she's just like really at her limit, but it doesn't have anything to do with her. Like that's right. when her humor really shines through. Yes. I appreciate her for that. Well, like so a buffoon, Carrie... buffoon is a funnier, uh, you know, insult than, you know, ho or whatever Katie comes up with. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, so Terry chimes in and is like, can I ask something? When we had dinner, did my conversation to you mean anything? And Raquel rolls her eyes and goes, oh, my God. I, (laughs) Desi, listen, I'm going to hit you with something. I don't know if you know this, but you're white. So um, just a quick question. As somebody who's black and also raised in the South, this to me is something I have never witnessed in my life. <laughs> this like rolling your eyes at somebody's parents. Can you do that? Does this happen? Is this- uh, <laughs> I mean, I I was shocked. I I have watched Real Housewives of Atlanta, so I know all about Candy and Joyce. And even yeah. someone like Joyce, you're not allowed to talk about about, right? Like, yes. <laughs> and Terry's doing nothing wrong. So I have no idea. I almost fell out of my seat when Raquel did this because why? Terry why? like Terry does not deserve this, like at all. That and that's the other thing. Like, yeah, Terry is being beyond respectful given the last time she spoke to you, she was like, Hey, you're making my daughter cry. Can you not? Like, she was so respectful to you, and you still went and did that shit and justified it and are laughing and acting like you don't give a good golly damn. And still, she's being pretty fucking nice to you, rolling your eyes. Also, Raquel, you don't have to be here. You started this. Like you started this. You started this whole conversation, and Terry has a right to defend her daughter. Like, just so fucking gross. That and reaction killed me. Say it louder for the people in the back, because I'm getting comments left and right of people being like, "Terry just wanted to be on TV. What? She was just waiting for her moment." Like. What would your mom do if you she was watching you in this situation? Because uh, well, <laughs> what I do you want to comment? Because it's like, yeah, well, they're all on TV. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> exactly. Like, 
she came for her daughter's sandwich opening. She's not like fucking Stassi's mom who's just like here to party. Yeah, she's like hardly on the show and Katie had a bigger storyline this year. So obviously she's there more to support her daughter. Like, I don't get that complaint. And yeah. I don't think it's true. Because she's not like, wearing her restaurant's t-shirt or like whatever. Like, right. <laughs> And honestly, this is like a natural conclusion to the conversation that they had in the beginning. Like, as a storyline, yeah. this makes sense for the show. So to act like Terry Maloney of all the people or just like desperate to be on TV. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah, I don't I don't buy that at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, and also, like, I give Katie all the props in the world because you mentioned candy. I am a candy. And even <laughs> if I was like half a candy or a quarter of a candy about my mother, this is so disrespectful <laughs> i just like i can't i would have and i'm not a violent person either and i know that i say a lot on on this podcast that i would like set things on fire and like put hands on people i don't i've literally never been in a physical fight neither i would have been in one this would have been my first one i just like on principle i would have to put my hands on you because why are you talking to my mom like this why are you rolling your eyes at my mother what that's well crazy. i feel like it's something where you're not even think I like I imagine the only way I would ever do it is like I'm not thinking in this moment and I'm just reacting yeah do you know what I mean physically because <laughs> it's not yeah. like my nature just like you I've never been in a physical fight but yeah there are certain things where I would be driven I think blind with rage possibly and this I could see happening uh in this situation so yeah I don't know how Katie kept it together I don't I I, I can and I could tell that she was like blacking out yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could tell <laughs> but like she really she really held on to that truly so yeah Katie's like that's my mom treat her with some respect and Lala is like where the fuck were you raised and Katie's like yeah where were you raised where the fuck were you so raised much. where were you raised <laughs> and then Katie's like you're a fucking little cunt is what you are walk away uh uh right at this moment Ariana walks in and is like uh <laughs> she's got like her little what the fuck have i walked in on like how did she not notice this before <laughs> that's what i need to know oh my gosh there's a scene in potomac oh when candace and monique in their fight but ashley is in the bathroom the whole time so when she walks oh, yeah. out and sees the glasses <laughs> on the ground she's like ah, oh. <laughs> that was great <laughs> Katie's like pointing her finger now at Raquel. Talk to her with respect. She was so fucking nice to you. And so Terry says, Katie, like, please don't do this. And Katie's like, no, I'm so fucking done with you. I'm so fucking done with you. So Raquel says, you know, from my experience with my friends that fucking support me. And Katie goes, what friendships? <laughs> Where are they? So Terry tries to intervene and says, I was trying to be really respectful to you Raquel and you hurt me so much and Raquel says well I was just being honest and Terry mm -hmm. says but you were being honest when you said I want to make out with Tommy and I was like wow so then here comes her fucking crusty ass boyfriend come to save the day Ugh. they're not together and Katie says hey <laughs> <laughs> hyperventilating to defend rachel like 
where does he come from in these moments put a muzzle on bitch like the, he, his lightning bolt necklace was probably burning into his skin he knew his girlfriend was in trouble <laughs> oh god uh, so then he's like you know katie you were hooking up with the guy while you were still living together oh so is that an issue yeah is that yeah. a bad thing tom fucking nerve so so you agree hooking up with somebody while you still live with somebody's bad right is that what i'm hearing well and, and also katie is not saying they were still together like <laughs> so right. that's kind of defense like ugh, right and like again she had one stipulation didn't say he couldn't fuck anybody he just she just said keep it out of the friend group we don't see her complaining about joe really i mean she kind of did but like you know we're not whatever she's what shut up say it all is my point shut yeah. up you should always shut up even if you did have a point you don't have a point because you're fucking somebody under your roof while living with your partner so you're tom sandoval please take a seat like, <laughs> did this man have her raquel in the guest room left the main bedroom slept with ariana or slept with raquel and ariana was like where were you and he said oh i just went to give raquel a glass of water yeah and my dick and my dick i mean it's not like katie brought this dude over as far as we know no i mean we don't even i don't even trust anything he says like i just don't like i don't know what he's doing here he's just trying to distract you know yeah Ugh yuck so then you know like things are getting heated ariana finally is like let terry finish she's like yelling everybody shut up so terry says katie still loves tommy tommy still loves katie they're having to sell their home that they were going to raise a family in that's so hurtful so then crust says in a confessional i just think it's really tacky to have your mom like fight your battles for you no one's gonna clap back at mrs maloney like it's kind of fucked up now i would like to um just go over to Twitter to <laughs> Joey Maloney, Katie's brother, who happened to be there. He tweeted last night, this might be the only time I use the hashtag at the end here, but I had to speak up about these garbage humans. You act tough and talk to my mom and my sister like that when you're on camera, but you would never dare do that when your ego wasn't being boosted. And then Terry, Katie's mother, quote tweets that and says, thank you so much, Joey, for all your love and support. It was not shown in tonight's episode, but you step in defended me upon Sandoval's vitriol attacks, not only one time, but three times. And then Kristen Doty said on her podcast today that she heard that Tom Sandoval said, fuck you to Terry. Oh my God. Oh my God. How did they not show this? (laughs) Unreal. Oh, he's gross. He's just gross. Yeah. And once again, it's like, you're so stupid. Or maybe it was shut the fuck up. It was something like that. It was either shut you, either way. But it's like, you're so stupid because you know this is not going to go over well. Like, yeah. just fucking keep it to yourself and drag Terry privately. I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, right. what are you thinking? So weird. So weird. So Raquel tells Katie um you know like you were the one who told sheena that you would ship this whole thing like between me and and schwartz and carrie finally says shut up raquel that was <laughs> that is so wrong my belly laughed 
it was probably because tom said fuck you to her shut the fuck up to her at this point so now she's right. like i'm just gonna let it up let it out so shut up raquel i mean that was like cursing to terry probably. yeah <laughs> that was the see you next tuesday for terry it was <laughs> shut up raquel it's like please that's like, fucking, that's like the catchphrase of this whole episode <laughs> honestly shut up raquel go home roger so crusty is like well that is what happened she did ship it and katie's like sandoval go away so tom's like you think you own the floor you think you own every fucking situation you when you were living in shorts you were banging some other dude how do you think that felt for him why are you thinking more about how schwartz feels than your girlfriend yeah yeah think about that weird ass so then raquel like leans over and like puts her hand on katie's arm to like in a like oh we're you know we're gonna have a come to jesus moment here katie yanks it back like don't fucking touch me to which raquel goes okay well sorry you're fucking jealous (laughs) then she just gets up and leaves what happened in these four seconds (laughs) how do you go from all of it's like oh so you were insincere in your apology right so why did you even come over here uh like how this whole scene this whole scene is just such a ride like (laughs) honestly and i watched it many times it's not even the end (laughs) not even close (laughs) megan is not done we <laughs> is still gonna continue yeah powering up in the corner as we speak before she heads out to the to the part the alley so oh my gosh so then sandoval sits down with terry and is like here's the issue the only perspective that seems to matter here is katie's and terry's like yeah i knew you were gonna say that like what, <laughs> what do you want her to say like why do you even care what's the yeah. you have in this why doesn't why don't why don't both of them just stop while they're ahead at this point like <laughs> right what are they, like they're trying to get caught yeah honestly like i wonder oh yeah what what if he was like just brought this out at the finale party i would not surprise me it would not have yeah. surprised me if he had done that no that's crazy so then ariana goes over to lisa and she's like can i talk to you like i just want to go home and she starts crying and she's like I just can't be here because I love Katie and I love Raquel and Lisa's like yeah I get it but you know like this has been a long time coming between them you know that she's like I don't like it when everybody's on Raquel's case I don't think Tom hiding behind those plants over there is helping anything (laughs) Peter Peter pointed out first right (laughs) Tom's hiding behind the plants (laughs) and it's not even like like I said like Bugs Bunny style literally like I'm not over here um (laughs) nobody here but just plants there's me just whistling behind this tree here uh nobody's seeing me unbelievable watching this this whole fight is happening and he's just behind the plants by the garden bar i have no like this guy this guy and at one point earlier he's sitting at a table and somebody's like you need to go over there like at the very beginning of katie and raquel and he's like "Uh uh-uh nope yeah nope, not doing it so he knew start, start those things and walk away <laughs> yep oh my gosh so 
Lisa says to Ariana, like, yeah, Schwartz is as guilty as Raquel is. But listen, I know it's been a lot going on with your dog and your grandmother. And Ariana says, this summer has just been so fucking awful to me. And then she says the worst thing of all, which is I'm trying to still show up for my friends and I feel like I can't. So she's upset that she is not being the like the terrible things that are happening to her are seemingly, she thinks, keeping her from being a good friend or people well, a, a person who was being the worst friend to her of all. Right. And she's like stressed I out. Love how, I, love how, I love how Lisa's like, I've also been going through this. Yeah. I know. I've been there. I know. <laughs> I get <Thank> it. You. <laughs> well, Ariana can't afford to replace her animals like you, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, we can't all have a, a pet cemetery in our backyard. <laughs> And just like yeah just hitch another miniature pony into the back it'll be there in four to six After weeks the last one died just bring another yeah. one i don't even know where you get those <laughs> like ohio or something i think that's where they went the last time oh my god <laughs> get one in <laughs> so yeah i mean i just i feel so bad for ariana just like truly being just a good person and she says in a confessional, I'm just like constantly stuck in the middle of my friends or my friend and my boyfriend. And again, like, girl, you don't even know. And like all these things I feel like where I just try to help and be the best I can and be the there for my for everybody. And it just feels like I'm being shredded apart from the inside. Ugh. Just so just so awful. 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 And you know what? I hope. That man that you're with now is shredding you apart from the inside, but in the sexiest way possible. <laughs> so I, know I really want that for her. Anyway, um, Sandoval then has the nerve to say, I, to Katie, I would just love to see you take accountability for anything ever. This man is what, two months into an affair now. Yeah. Talking about accountability. Just a monster. I mean, it's like, I, I don't even know what to say anymore sometimes because <laughs> like, he's still going. Yeah. You could just keep, you could just da- be down low about it all and not like bring any attention to yourself. She's <laughs> normal 2024. Yeah. You're going to be on your high horse now, despite what you're doing. <laughs> okay. It's a choice. <laughs> it's such a choice. She normal 2024. So anyway, um, Christina Kelly is like, Sandoval, why don't you focus on your girlfriend who's clearly upset right now? <laughs> she's like, she's got that whole, a whole big ass, a uh, cater size, like Candace Dillard size towel under her eyes, <laughs> being like in the arms of an angel with Lisa Vanderpump, just like resting her head on her bosom, weeping silently while while LVP is just like patting her head and here's Tom just screaming at Katie about how she needs to take accountability yeah (laughs) just uh, gotta defend Raquel you know (laughs) so Katie does her like classic you know which which finger point says unless you start treating me like a human I'm done and she and Lala walk away She's walking past Schwartz and the tree that he's trying behind with Peter and Raquel. She goes, I'm done with you. And he's like, why are you done with me? I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Yeah, that that was exactly your tactic to not do anything. And and Raquel's snickering. Snickering. Like, what so is she laughing at ever? 
<laughs> she should not laugh. You don't deserve to laugh. Take that laugh back, ma'am. <laughs> Nicki Minaj once famously said, broke people should never laugh. And I'm with that. I'm saying that to you, Raquel. <laughs> um, so yeah, like she's giggling. And as they're walking out, Lala's like, oh, Raquel was laughing. And that's when Katie literally was like, what? Who's she laughing at? She's walking back and Lala's like, no, 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 Katie, Katie, please, no, 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 please, no. <laughs> so <laughs> then Katie channels Sammy's sweetheart down. In- Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details the jersey shore i don't remember, know if you remember the scene where she's standing on the balcony after one of her many fights with ron and she's like are you friends with them yes and no yes and no <laughs> so here's katie like are you laughing with her are you laughing with her are, are you laughing at me with her what are you doing and so katie's like no no no. you you gotta focus she was laughing but he was not laughing with her he was just standing there so katie goes tom dark days for you buddy dark days for you <laughs> literally like almost pulls him out by his ear like <laughs> god i wish i would get so much satisfaction out of that dark days ahead <laughs> funniest threat <laughs> especially to someone like schwartz dark days <laughs> no mean? i love sunshine <laughs> no katie come on <laughs> <laughs> so now god bless we're back at home in the sir alley with that yes. terrible lighting from the like solar the solar powered you know street light and the, the random furniture that's probably broken from the inside <laughs> that they got so people can smoke cigarettes outside while they're on their break that's um, a pain takes <laughs> i've never felt more comfortable <laughs> being in my bed <laughs> in the sir alley so oh. they're like going back and forth and like katie's trying to be like again like have a come to jesus moment with tom being like my confidence has been ripped to shreds and he's like you did the same thing to me and then raquel walks up and is like sorry to interrupt <laughs> what is wrong with you when she came back i was like this is like in the movie where the zombie keeps coming back to life <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they keep killing it and it's almost comical the last time because they're like half a head and an arm or something. I was like, 
why does she keep coming back? Just fucking go away. Katie's Jamie Lee Curtis and Raquel is <laughs> Michael or whatever. Like, how many times are we going to go through this? <laughs> Coming out of that lake. Like, what? I, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> how much more is Katie supposed to take in this moment? Like, I cannot believe she didn't light those propane tanks on fire. Like, just like, just like burn it all down. No, just like knock that whole shelf of propane over. Just like, ah! <laughs> leave me alone. Only die when Sir is burned to the ground. That's where she gets her energy. <laughs> Yeah, walk away from it like Angela Bassett at the end of the yes. <laughs> totally. waiting to exhale. Oh my god. So um so yeah, Katie like kind of touches Raquel's shoulder lightly. And both of them, Raquel and Tom, make this big deal like, don't push her. You said don't touch me, I won't touch you. Like, don't push her, Katie, don't push her. And so Raquel has the nerve. After Katie's like, just go away. To look at Katie like she's confused as to where this energy is coming from. Like, she has no idea why she's being treated this way. She has zero short-term memory. <laughs> like a goldfish. <laughs> like, what? You don't remember the last probably 40 minutes? <laughs> like, <laughs> Truly. Assuming it's longer than what we saw? Like, that's crazy, girl. <laughs> Like, she's truly like a goldfish. And I don't even know if I mean, like, an actual one or a cracker. Like, (laughs) which one is smarter? I'm not sure. Like, this does not make any sense to me. So, Kate, Raquel's like, I just had one thing to say. I am an empathetic person. (laughs) That's what you wanted to say? What's been bothering her? this whole time that's what you wanted to get across so katie's like no you're not you display zero empathy and she's like you're hurt by the fact that schwartz made out with somebody and the fact that it was me hurts you even more and it was not my intention to hurt you and katie's looking at her like what the hell (laughs) she's like i like it wasn't malicious and katie's like yes it was because you guys don't even like each other and tom's like but we're buddies not her point not the point i just don't know what raquel's doing here i don't unbelievable (laughs) it's truly speechless time like i don't know what's going on here it's yeah <laughs> after tom says we're buddies raquel like laughs and katie does this fake ass laugh like ah, oh yeah this is so funny and so raquel's like well we had this flirty thing but it's like not anything and so katie goes okay you can go away now <laughs> so katie says in a confessional i gave you a shot and you blew it you can go away now you take you and your six personalities and get the fuck out of here <laughs> Raquel again says she wants to apologize and Tom's like Katie she's apologizing so Katie walks away and Raquel's like no I'll I'll go so then that leaves Katie and Tom back in the alley right and Tom's like Katie that was a sincere apology that she was trying to give to you because he can't he thinks if he can get her to accept it that means he's also absolved Mm -hmm. of this yeah and it's just like that was not sincere like come on also it's none of your business what she thinks like if she doesn't think it's sincere it didn't work period 
And like, I think we need to like divorce ourselves from this idea of like, somebody's apologizing to you that you are forced to accept it. If I want to be like, fuck you forever, I can do that. Yeah, absolutely. Also, how does that apology absolve what just happened for the last 40 minutes to an hour? Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, she keeps building upon the initial action. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Things have only gotten worse, like since that kiss or whatever. Yeah. They also they also always forget the fact that they did this kiss and everyone at the wedding was cheering. Mm-hmm. Like that's a humiliation factor as well that Katie is dealing with. Like I just can't. They knew that there was a distinct possibility that Katie would have been able to see them because they knew where she was sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Miss me with that. Miss me with that. Um. So Katie says, Tom, this is what I'm talking about. This is done because I'm because this is a fucking little hoe. I don't give a fuck. I don't need an apology from her. And so Tom's like, why didn't you tell her that? She's like, I just said that. And the fact that you told me to shut up to listen to her, we're done. So she walks inside. He's like, Jesus, dude. And he just sits on a bench alone, like a loser. It, it, he's like a painting of like a clown. <laughs> with a sad balloon sitting like just like, like a cigarette hanging from the side yeah. of his mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, a TV that's got like a hanger on top because why is he fucking yeah. sitting there? <laughs> that fucking sad light bulb. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, that's so funny. So then Guillermo really reading the temperature of the room is like a birthday <laughs> cake for you lisa at least it's like oh god this cannot be for me <laughs> just, like, just what we need right now a happy birthday right <laughs> everyone's in absolute misery <laughs> ariana's just trying to keep her eyelashes on yeah katie's trying to keep herself from having a stroke oh my god lord uh, so then lisa goes into her classic end of the season dialogue i really like i'm about to do a whole compilation of every season that she does this <laughs> gather around kids life is challenging we're, we're Schwartz. he needs to be here and katie's like why do you need him nobody needs him <laughs> uh, i like that katie's taking on like the drunken heckler during this <laughs> she's also standing up yeah. and kind of blocking the view. well i'll be here i'm here yeah. <laughs> she's like kind of drunken even though i don't think she is <laughs> who needs him fuck him rage. <laughs> rage oh my gosh so then lisa goes you know uh, you've all been through so much and life is not what it throws at us. It's how we deal with it, you know? And you're all growing up. Baby. Tom Sandoval's 40. And you're going out <laughs> on your own. And I see Lala and what you've been through. And I see the boys and the way that they've struggled. I love you all. I really do. And you will learn how to deal with your problems as you get older. Because each and every one of you has the tools and the talent to solve your problems. And I'm always here for you. Not just because you work for me in a restaurant, which none of you do. But because I'm because of this journey that we've all been on. And we've all done it together. And that's why we all feel so deeply and all do love each other, really. That's why it's so intense. Don't let life get the better of you. I love each and every one of you. Cheers. You know that it 
Yeah. And Ariana's like slow mo laughing at the end. Which oh was my god. Choice. No, Lisa, it's, it's like Lisa, they are not 22 years old anymore. Like, we don't have to do this. They're all like Tom, Tom, Sandoval is 40. They're all like in their 30s. And the youngest ones are like, like Raquel is 28. Like, you're not yeah. still. <laughs> to express your feelings like that's what you say to a toddler <laughs> like, so you've all grown up so much uh, <laughs> like tom got a sperm tested okay we're, we're past this the once you do that <laughs> i also love to like talking about like how guillermo didn't read the room when lisa blows the candle out she's like still great at a blow job <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like Lisa, everyone's in tears. <laughs> what is happening? And then she tells him to give the cake to the customers because you know nobody eats and eats cake. Nobody eats cake. I'd be so mad if I was sitting there. Hello, I'd be like, <laughs> I do. <"Fuck." laughs> I mean, I gotta run to one of the chair and pretend like I'm a customer. Just put a mustache on me. They're like, uh, do you have any birthday cake? This isn't me. <laughs> what a that weird. Look good too. Yeah, you know what? I think it was from uh not from Sir, so it probably was good. <laughs> I think it was that sweet lady Jane, like a cake company. They made that's, really that's what I was gonna say. It looked like the Kardashian cakes, and I think that's where they yeah, get those. It was yeah. really good. Um yeah, we end on like a slow motion shot of Ariana finally laughing after crying for the past 35 minutes, and then Tom running his gnarled white painted fingers through his greasy, thick, dyed hair. Yeah. yeah yeah and it it is interesting to see how this definitely was the finale like it's quite obvious right yeah. like just like kind of like they did like the real housewives thing going through each person like lisa kind of did it in her speech yeah <laughs> Lauder, the- you had a horrible time with your ex-partner who ended up in the la times reading a pedophile probably so <laughs> good luck with that and Ariana, you have a sandwich shop, so <laughs> oh, she tried. <laughs> we have to talk about the trailer for the reunion before we end this because it was powerful. That was two minutes of thrills Ooh. and chills. No, when when you I saw that you posted it and I was getting into my car and I was like, I have to um watch it before I start driving. Right. Because there's no I way be able to think about anything else. I can't be distracted. <laughs> and I literally braced myself. Like I didn't I was like shaking almost for real, not just internet shaking. Like I was like, I can't, I don't know what I'm gonna like see right now. And I don't know how it's gonna affect me. Oh, um, how how would you grade it before we get into it? A through F. I mean, I think it's an A because yeah. it. I want to see this fucking finale more than anything I've ever wanted to see. <laughs> finale a reunion more than anything ever. I mean, next week looks pretty good too. Uh, I just can't believe how this season has escalated, and I'm really impressed with how they fucking edited these last few episodes together. Um, yeah, and, and it's also just so wild that they just had all of this footage and thought nothing of it yeah all and, the smoke yeah and not only that but like we said in before just the fact that tom and raquel know of all the stuff that's going on and they still proceeded to act this way knowing cameras were running mm-hmm. like i don't know i don't know how you do that and even to like add another layer onto this not that there needs to be one but like 
to know that like Schwartz said that after he told him again in January that they were like in love or whatever that Tom started getting like messy oh yeah like okay like you they were probably still filming like pickup confessionals and stuff or like little scenes on the side at this point like you knew that you were going to tell her allegedly and still you're keeping up this lie yeah I don't know I mean I wish we could I wish we would get the full story from them one day but I just know we never will (laughs) like what they actually were thinking in these moments yeah and that's the wild thing and also the interesting thing about the trailer uh for the reunion is that andy said that he sat down with raquel tom and ariana individually and we didn't see any of that in the preview which i'm looking forward to yeah i mean and it looks like it looks like james is the one who got into the physical altercation yep it looks like james came for sandoval at one point called him a worm with a mustache which (laughs) is iconic (laughs) um yeah it it seems like there are there's a lot of when ariana well when raquel says that she was being like very selfish and ariana's like no you were like deceptive subhuman disgusting and uh, poo poo head and you also you <laughs> poo poo head <laughs> it was like no ariana was very eloquent <laughs> i'm describing it james we don't need any help here but thank you <laughs> You think subhuman is pretty low. Like that's if someone called me subhuman, I would definitely rethink my life. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm very much looking forward to it. The reveal when Tom Schwartz is like, oh, Sandoval told me in August, and Sandoval's like, August? And Lala's like, oh, you guys didn't keep your story straight, did you? Huh? No, Lala is like on on the case as far as the timeline goes mm-hmm. and i love that she's there to call things out like that uh yeah. but yeah i'm really curious um i'm curious about how schwartz is gonna act like this act during the reunion just because will he save himself or go down with the ship <laughs> like- i feel like he is going to like whatever we saw on watch what happens live it's about to be four times as bad because he's just like i feel like to have to be literally sat between Raquel and Sandoval and yeah. across from Ariana like he's not gonna know which way to go like do I save myself do I come for San- Sandoval do I try to defend this how do I not lie which lie do I keep up with I think it's really gonna be rough and I can't wait to watch it no I mean that's probably what I'm most excited for just because I don't I don't really care I mean I want to see Tom and Raquel get torn into but at this point I've, I mean we know what that's gonna look like pretty much yeah when when she <laughs> says to him something about like they're trying to make us be like look like patholo- pathological liars and we're not like what i just don't know what they think is going on yeah. <laughs> like how are they not seeing the situation yet okay, okay. if you don't want to call it pathological but you lied consistently for at least seven months about something that was really bad so yeah, like when you're splitting hairs. You want to be called of- a perpetual liar, yeah. not a pathological <laughs> one? When you're splitting hairs on what type of liar you are, you're yeah. you're in trouble, right? Like, <laughs> well, technically the definition of pathological. <laughs> what? Come on, Tom. This <laughs> isn't a diagnosis. It's just something that I do a lot consistently, okay? It's not pathological. Um, yeah, and then him like ripping cigs next to the trailer being like don't film me bro i don't want to be filmed and like i'm 
looking and I'm like, oh, I know that because he called the paparazzi and they were taking pictures outside of the studio of him in that outfit where they're like smoking and, and she's got her elf bar vape or whatever. Yeah. And also like, I'm curious about these conversations they're going to show between the two of them, like in the finale. And it looks like in the reunion, there's one at least. Yep. I think yep. Like, I, I mean, I want to see it, but I, I know I will also be repulsed by it. You will be. I can guarantee that um, you absolutely will be. But, oh, man, um, do you have any final thoughts that you want to share? No, I mean, I feel like every episode for the past few episodes has just been so um, much, mm-hmm. like, in a way. And I can't even, I don't even know how to prepare myself for next week. I know. <laughs> And like the reunion, it's like, I'm going to need to fucking drink. I, think. I know. <laughs> like sedate myself slightly in some way. Uh, to and to see watch what ha- uh, Ariana's going to be on Watch What Happens Live after next week. I saw that. I mean, I'm going to need to like, I'm going to need to take like whatever Raquel takes <laughs> to, to manage all that stress without breaking. Maybe take <laughs> half I'm, like, of it. Hyped up. I'm like hyped up for this. Like, I, I can't. I don't know, like even things in my own life haven't got me this excited. <laughs> like I've never been in this much drama, obviously. And I feel like I'm in it. Like it's weird. We're so like, in it. Don't you feel like you're involved somehow? Like I feel like I'm the guy watching, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was we're there at the table. Here. Yeah, we're all Brett. <laughs> <laughs> we're all Brett. Oh, Desi, tell everybody about your not one but two podcasts that you got going on. Oh, so I have um, a podcast called Hollywood Crime Scene that is celebrity uh, crime and scandals and all that kind of stuff. And then I have a a podcast called Bitch Slap that is a recap of um, the soap opera Melrose Place. It's a very fun show. So you can check out those and we should have you on Bitch Slap sometime. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen Melrose Place, but I've always wanted to. You can just watch an episode. I'd be be happy to. I'd be happy. Yeah, would be really fun. Um, So yeah, thank you so much for having me and letting me uh, spout my uh, Vanderpump opinions. No, this was a pleasure, a real pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You have a great, great day, girl. And you too. Bye, Kara.